0: super talk mississippi media production take on your day wake up with gallo tomorrow on 97.3 fm super talk mississippi
1: all right flight directors i want the go no go
2: for launch retro go flight booster go flight Inco. go flight trajectory go flight capcom freedom go flight capcom independence go flight all right, ladies and gentlemen, it's pucker time.
3: You're awake, by the way.
4: Independence and freedom. This is Kennedy Firing
5: Room. We're T-minus one minute. All crew members, close and lock your visors. The state of Mississippi. Thank you. It's really- Let's rock this
0: joint. Mississippi. We love Mississippi. <sighs> this is the JT Show with JT and producer Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Make Mississippi great again. <laughs>
6: Welcome back, Super Talk Mississippi. Dave Hughes on the JT Show. Gerard Gibbard also on the JT Show. We had not said that in a hot minute. (laughs) It's been one or the other. It hasn't been both. Uh, We were talking before the break, and we want to deal with uh, some text here on the C Spire text line. Uh, Some people seem to think that the Democrats were lying about the $2,000 checks. No, I think they're dead serious. That's going to go out as soon as they can fire the printers up. Well, and
7: let's keep in mind that the HEROES Act already passed the House. Now, the HEROES Act was the incredibly large $3.2 trillion uh, coronavirus relief bill that Democrats were pushing for that's just laden with all sorts of stuff that has nothing to do with helping people out. Uh, in their time of need because of the pandemic. That's already passed the House. I felt, frankly, Dave, that as soon as the Democrats are seated in the Senate, if they, in fact, control it, that that bill will go through the Senate and a vice president, or excuse me, a president, Biden, will sign it and it will become law. It includes $1,200 direct payments. It's nothing to amend that and it'll go through easily to bump that up. Yeah. So now the two thousand dollar payments, by the way, uh, that were that was shot down here recently, that passed the House, the Cash Act, I think, is what it's called. Uh, that was an incremental fourteen hundred dollars on top of the six hundred, which did pass. So this, the Heroes Act, has twelve hundred. So it's just two hundred dollars short of a total two thousand dollars between the two bills. I think there's a high probability that goes right through. Yeah. The concern I have in that is not the not so much the payments. So I have concerns about that, but it calls for federalizing all elections in this country. Everything we just saw that really led to this, this uh, really extensive list of uh, voting anomalies would be uh, codified and would be legal and, and would be the way we would conduct our elections going forward with universal mail-ins and, and all this, this uh, stuff about when you count votes based on the election day, which is a, a big problem that occurred in Pennsylvania. So I'm not for federalizing elections. I think it does make sense to have a conversation about establishing some degree of standards across the states that they could agree to and, and uh, find them meanable, regardless of who's in control of those states. But I don't think it makes sense for every state uh, to be federalized to the point where it looks like, say, Washington or California or even Pennsylvania in the way they conduct their elections. That's kind of a scary prospect, in, in my view. And I think it also would, would tend to be a, a challenge to the Tenth Amendment. Yeah. In conflict with. Yeah,
6: there, so. there would be some wrangling that would have to go on there. There yeah. would be a long discussion involved in it. I think no matter what Congress decides to pass, but my theory is, and you're right, they can certainly work it that way in terms of the twelve hundred dollars that's already in that act that's passed the House and just adding a little bit to it to add to the six hundred to make two. No, I think they're going to do an additional two thousand well, because be. their goal
7: is a short term, yeah, separate
6: it, bill. Uh, yes, yes, and a completely separate thing because their long-term goal here, and it might not be that long-term anymore, is universal basic income. We heard about that during the the Democratic primaries. Andrew Yang ran on that; yeah. that was his big platform plank. I think they'll send an additional two thousand out to everybody, and that ain't the last one. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it is. Uh, I think it's it is uh, reasonable to
7: think that that's setting the stage for that. Now the question is are we're talking about a universal basic income in addition to the gigantic welfare state that we already have and, and the many programs that we have that are funded by uh, the federal government or in some cases such as Medicaid, a combination of federal and state monies, Or are we talking about in lieu of those programs? So there, there are a lot of uh, scholars, shall, shall we say, policy scholars, even on the right, who say, you know, in, instead of Medicare and Medicaid, which uh, cover about half of those in this country that have uh, medical insurance, healthcare insurance, maybe we ought to send them checks instead of operating this huge bureaucracy to, uh, uh, th- that, that um, just is, serves as the functional framework of those programs. Why don't we just send them checks and let them buy private insurance? That's So if that's what we're talking about in terms of universal basic income, UBI is, as a replacement in lieu of that's a conversation
6: that's worth worth having. Well, then you could have the conversation, but I'm pretty sure their intention is, no, we just send everybody send checks everybody every team. month. Yeah, that's crazy. You spend a, go buy a big screen TV. Go get go get you some crack. Whatever it is you mm, want to spend yeah. it on, we don't care. Here's your money. Congratulations. Have a good month. Mm-hmm. See you next month with another check. That's their goal. That's what they want to... Uh, what was, what was uh, Yang's term for it? A freedom dividend? Freedom dividend. Yeah. yeah.
7: And, you know, uh, you remember Alaska had something similar to that uh, because of the, all the oil and gas income they were producing, where every citizen of Alaska, I don't know if you had to be a resident for a certain period of time, maybe not. I think they were trying to get people to move to Alaska. Not sure that a lot of people do, but they, everybody got a check. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because they were so flush with money from their oil and gas industry and, and the taxes that they collected from that, they just sent everybody, and that's been going on a long time.
6: I always uh, think about Estes Park, Colorado. Yeah. Great little town. First time I was there, I was walking around talking to people, and, uh, well, first thing I did, total rookie Mississippi mistake, I get there, and I spent 15 minutes trying to find the controls for the heater, uh, or for the air conditioner, <laughs> excuse me, and finally called to the front desk and said, I can't find how to turn on the air conditioner, and they said, the what? <laughs> don't Said, need you, that up you, here you open a window sir They you're, you're you're in colorado sir uh so that led into other conversations the citizens of Estes park they have a huge hydroelectric plant there powered by the the rivers running through the mountains nobody in town has an electric bill yeah they get their electricity free and at the end of the year they get a check for living in Estes Park, because they sell the excess electricity everywhere.
7: Well, there's some some uh, local areas around the around the country. I think there's one in Arkansas that if you if you move there and you stay for a certain period of time and you meet certain criteria, they give you a ten thousand dollar check just for moving there. it's yeah. just an incentive to move into the area. So Ron Columbus uh, I was about to get to that. Okay. One. So he says I'm a Republican and a conservative all the way, but I'd rather see $2,000 go to individuals at home here in America and not send billions of dollars in aid to foreign countries. I think sometimes we have to take care of people here at home first. Can you explain that? Yes, yeah, so th- there's a lot of confusion about this day because the actual coronavirus relief bill itself or 900 billion dollars contained zero foreign aid in it. It, it the 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 Provisions of that bill dealt strictly with money going to individuals, businesses, vaccine relief or rollout uh, funding and so forth. It, it really is not the bill that uh, included foreign aid. It was the omnibus spending bill, uh, which is the way we fund the discretionary functions of government on an annual basis, sometimes it's a semi-annual basis, but it's common for foreign aid to be included in that bill, which is just a way to uh, keep the government running, if you will. You always hear, well, if they don't pass a spending bill, government shuts down and all that sort of stuff. So that really wasn't in the relief bill. They got combined for expediency. That's That's the way that went down. Uh, and so that caused people to look at that bill and say, because he only got one vote, you can't vote separately from the omnibus bill, uh, from the relief bill, and, and that caused a lot of consternation and a lot of, a lot of uh, backlash from members of Congress in both houses, 5,300 pages, but that foreign aid amounted to about $5 billion. It wasn't a lot. It averages, I did a little research on this uh, a few weeks ago, it averages about $40 billion a year. I don't like it. I wish we wouldn't send any money. I think it's crazy, especially when you consider that most of these countries are corrupt and the money never makes it down to its intended purpose. Imagine that. But in the in the economic financial context, it's like less than petty cash yeah. uh, at the end of the day. It's it's. It's a quarter, you know, in a in a million dollar bank account. Still, no excuse. Uh, it's no excuse, and I'm I, I'm certainly not condoning it, and supporting it. But if we really want to, and it, and I understand how people are aggravated that well, we can send money uh, overseas, but we can't take care of our people at home. At home, I agree. It's been going on for decades, yeah. decades. Well, it's like p- people noticed it this time because it was combined in this unusual legislation that sends checks to people that I can't remember the last time we ever did that so if ever
6: I don't think we ever
7: had and that got folks attention they said oh my gosh look at all this garbage in here the Heroes Act I don't know about foreign aid in it but it is laden with pork junk that's scary Uh, and and that could easily pass now that Democrats have control 3.2
6: trillion dollars yeah it's insane well and i'm gonna tell when we come back uh it may not be just the democrats and i'll tell you my line of thought on that when we return here on super talk mississippi sounds good
8: The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Goal Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheese steak sandwich or wrap, melt-in-your-mouth pulled pork sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
9: Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call Two Men in a Truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomeninatruck.com.
10: If you need a cash infusion after all your Christmas
6: expenses, perhaps we can help at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry in Flowood. At DNS Diamonds, we are always purchasing diamonds, precious stones, gold, silver, and platinum in the form of jewelry or as scrap. We truly believe we pay more than anyone else for your pre-owned, broken, or unwanted jewelry. With gold prices hovering at near-record levels, now is a great time to sell. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street across from Amerigo in Flowood.
2: Oh, oh, oh. On
10: Comet, on Cupid, on Donner, on Slasher?
11: Uh, yeah, Shanna. I'm your newish reindeer, Slasher. And I'm out here slashing prices on every vehicle in stock.
10: That's right. It's holiday time and prices are being slashed at Ridgeland Mitsubishi right now. Pay just $179 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi G4s. That's $179 per month. And pay only $319 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi Outlanders. Plus, we're giving you a 43-inch TV with every purchase. Bad credit, no credit, no problem. You're approved. We're accepting all credit applications as 100% credit approval is our number one goal. And we'll give you a top dollar for your Vehicle, Even if you don't buy a new one from us, come save big as all prices have been slashed at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. And remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Tell him Slasher sent you. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1640, Outlander stock number 1605, Nineteen ninety nine down, 2.9% for 84 months. See dealer for details with approved credit.
8: This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey
0: Accurate information is a precious commodity. Get yours from News Mississippi and Fox News. Trusted sources on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. The JT Show with guest host Dave Hughes on Super Talk Mississippi.
13: Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes.
6: breaking news from news mississippi Um, apparently uh, you know they had the curfew that went into effect at six o'clock last night which will continue until after inauguration day the mayor of washington dc came out and extended that for 15 days Uh, so it's going to carry up through the the, the inauguration basically Uh, well as a result of that curfew you can't be out that's curfew it's six o'clock go home go wherever you're going well, a couple of people last night got arrested from Mississippi, violating the curfew in Washington, D.C. 43-year-old Tony Sheldon Bray and 22-year-old Ethan Bray were charged with violating the curfew. There are no other details at this moment, but I just wanted to pass that along to you as we continue to focus on Mississippi connections here. Uh, I was telling you during the break, Gerard, um uh, Bill Barr, yeah, has issued a statement. He said, "Quote: Orchestrating a mob to pressure Congress is inexcusable. The president's conduct yesterday was a betrayal of his office and supporters." End quote. There's not a lot of people left in the Trump boat. They're bailing.
7: Really hate to see it because it 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 detracts, it overshadows, it almost nullifies all the accomplishments. Of the president during his tenure, which are significant, material. Uh, Many would argue uh, the most of any president. And you hate to see that because that will, unfortunately, I'm afraid, become his legacy. People tend to always think about the last thing anyone did. You know, it's a what have you done for me lately world. And I'm afraid he's not going to have any friends left in washington and a lot of people may say well that's great he doesn't we don't want him to and we want him to distance himself from them but you, you can't operate as an island uh in this country we don't want that either uh, you've got to build relationships you've got to build coalitions and again I, I keep thinking about how do we get how do we put the brakes on this bad policy this barrage of bad policies I think we're about to see. How do we put the brakes on that? And how do we get back to advancing good, positive policy? The, Joe Biden has made it clear that the last couple of speeches, from what I can tell, and I'm, uh, I'm just drawing a conclusion here, that, that he wants to make a repeal of the Trump tax cuts. His, his first order of business. I think that's crazy. And I think it's another situation where the very people who supported him uh, would be the people that would, would also lose out in, in the effect that he that he does that. First, they can't do math. And I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about Joe Biden. Because what he said, Dave, was that I need to repeal the tax cuts and especially increase the corporate rate from 21 to 28% to fund the agenda. And that includes free college for everyone and all this infrastructure spending and and some aspects of the green new deal and medicare for all the problem with that is that those are multiple trillions of dollars programs and repealing i did the math on this the repealing the or not repealing but increasing the corporate tax rate from twenty one to twenty eight would would produce um, about ninety billion dollars Ninety nowhere billion, close.
6: nowhere close.
7: It's not even a drop in the bucket. It's, it's and crazy. that's not
6: even factoring in the number of companies once that happened that would decide to be somewhere else, which is going to lower that number that's even
7: more. Exactly right, and that's the other aspect of that is that assumes best case. Best yeah. case revenues, profits stay the same. Companies don't seek to move out of the country because their tax liabilities are going up. They don't, and then of course the people that want this could lose
6: their jobs. Little breaking news here. Uh, Mike Hurst, the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District, uh, just announced he has tendered his resignation to President Trump.
7: Yeah, he. I think he uh, may be seeking an, uh, a career with another law firm.
6: Yeah, he's That's going with saying. the law firm. Uh, He was already set to leave on January 19th uh, as the Trump administration ended, uh, but he went ahead and resigned, and he's going to be joining the law firm. Now, what this does set up, by the way, just to make sure we're paying attention here, uh, his replacement will be appointed by then-President Biden. Wow. Just wanted to point that out. Oh, wow. In in case you weren't thinking that far ahead, I just wanted to make sure you were aware Uh, Mike Hurst is leaving, and wish him well. He has done a a yeoman's job. He has done an incredible job as the Southern District Attorney, uh, U.S. Attorney for Mississippi. But his replacement will be appointed by Joe Biden as president. So I just want you to put that on your radar, remember that, and we'll be talking more about it as we get closer. But that just came out just like two, three minutes ago. Well, when you got
7: it. it, a friend of mine texted it to me on my phone. because Mike's a good friend, and, and this is a mutual friend as well, so we wish Mike uh, the best. He, he's been excellent in uh, his job. He's very qualified and capable. He, he's a, a man of uh, high integrity uh, He's honest, and we need people like that in those positions, as you know, and He's all about the law and all about uh, protecting uh, uh, property and, and the rights of uh, people, and that's the kind of people we need in that in those positions. So we thank him for his service. We'll miss him for sure. I, I wanted to get to Ronnie Columbus on the um, 662 uh, line. So it, he did agree that the way the, the bills, as I described in the last segment, were presented and combined was very confusing. Uh, And and he agrees, I don't want money going to a lot of other countries that hate us and all that sort of stuff. I I agree. Here's what I would say, though, Dave. So this $40 billion that is about the average amount of foreign aid that uh, this country sends abroad every year, I I think ought to be discontinued. I sure do wish people get equally as fired up about the other uh, largesse of government that uh, it is just a wash in wasteful uh, spending. You know, this bipartisan CBO for years has estimated Medicare fraud is upwards of eighty billion dollars, but nobody seems to talk about that. I actually have the opinion that in many cases the federal government looks the other way, and Medicaid is is uh, it is fraught with fraud as well as rife with fraud. I should say as well. And, and and look our folks here, um in and, and Drew Snyder's you know that runs Medicaid, does an excellent job, has has great systems and tools, procedures in place to prevent that, but it just happens. It's a gigantic large program and a lot of the defrauding comes from the citizens. Oh yeah, yeah, That's it, where it it's comes. It's not from.
6: institutional. It's not inside the institutions, it's it's the citizens themselves that are conducting the fraud and there's fraud in just about anything and anything go look well
7: where there's big government money there's big fraud
6: but there's sexy fraud that we like to talk about and yeah. there's the boring fraud that just never seems to come up in the conversation yeah, that's true. And that's the way it works. That's the way people work. You don't want to talk about something unless it's splashy, unless it's a big deal. But they're all problems.
7: And foreign aid is that. It's got a lot of sizzle to it. I mean, it immediately – I get it. It agitates people. It, it fires them up. It riles them up. But we've been tanking billions, tens of billions of dollars every year on Medicare, Medicaid fraud. You could go through the list. Um, food stamps, welfare, just all of those programs – they're just laden with it, and we, we're better at it. You know, we send about eight billion dollars a year of tax refunds to people who really aren't taxpayers. They they go steal Social Security numbers, they file tax returns, they qualify for the EITC. Money gets sent to them. It, it amounts to about eight billion dollars a year, and it's look the the people committing these frauds are very good. <laughs> They have great systems and tools, and they outsmart us. Um, but all of that's bad, and all of it's costing money. Sheila from Hattiesburg, he says Trump's the only. She says Trump's the only one that can't be bought. Yeah, that's true. But um, and again, uh, I, I supported Trump fully, totally, uh, and and still think he was a great president, did great things for the country. But you know, while we're talking about economics and finances which is kind of my favorite subject with respect to government he also committed that he would eliminate the deficit you remember that oh yeah and and retire the debt now take COVID out of the mix in fact we increase the deficit we increase the debt every year and i'm not saying that he's responsible for it solely exclusively i'm saying that it's another situation where he made a commitment he simply couldn't keep. He could not because he doesn't control
6: it, Frank. Yeah, yeah. There's not much he can do about it. Uh, the Republican senator from Oklahoma, Inho- Inhofe, okay, uh, has released a statement, given an interview, saying that he has never seen Vice President Mike Pence as angry as he was yesterday. I agree. Uh, said that he was furious at President Donald Trump. And Inhofe said, in the conversation, said, I had a long conversation with him, and he told me after all the things I've done for Trump, he's going to pull this. Oh, man. So, Vice President Mike Pence is off of the train, too, I think. Oh, man. Uh, so, when when I say they're bailing off the Trump boat, they are doing it in droves right now. And, of course, the breaking news, in case you missed it, Uh, U.S. Attorney for the Southern District in Mississippi, Mike Hurst, just a few minutes ago announced his resignation that he submitted to President Trump. Uh, And that's not the last. We're going to see more of those over the next day or two, I have no doubt. We continue on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, next.
11: Have you wanted to speak a new language, but thought it would be too difficult? Then try Babbel. Babbel starts by teaching you words and phrases that gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations. So in 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking a new language in a few weeks. Babbel is built around real life. It teaches you practical conversations that you will actually use. Babbel. Language for life. Start the new year with a new language. Get up to 60% off now at Babbel.com. That's b-a-b-b-e-l.com.
12: Allstate now has deeper savings, and deeper savings require deep thoughts and a deep voice, like mine. Save for being a new customer. Save more for adding DriveWise, and save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent for a quote today. As someone once said, saving today is money tomorrow. That's deep.
16: Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. DriveWise is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Northbrook, Illinois.
3: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to News Mississippi. A small group of protesters gathered along Highway 90 on the coast yesterday to peacefully protest what they call a rigged election. The group of seven voiced their displeasure, telling WLOX they just felt inclined to be a part of the national conversation. But what was happening in D.C. led some to pray that cooler minds would prevail. Pastor Kenneth Davis of Tabernacle Missionary Baptist Church led his congregation in a virtual prayer last night in response to the violence in our nation's capital. A teacher pay raise bill has been introduced to the Senate Education Committee. If passed, the bill would raise the starting salary for teachers in
18: Mississippi to $37,000 while also providing a $1,000 increase for current teachers. The bill is similar to the one passed by the Senate in 2020, which became a casualty of budget cuts caused by the pandemic.
3: I'm Kelly Bennett,
18: News Mississippi.
19: Go with the home team. From hunting and fishing
0: to just about anything outdoors here in the Magnolia State, Back to the JT show and guest host Dave Hughes on Super Talk, Mississippi. The
6: The Ceasefire Text Line. We're going to have to hose this thing down after the show today. It has been on fire. I'm afraid it's going to combust the whole building here. Yeah, good thing this thing's in the cloud. Google's going to have to—they're going to have to add some storage. They're, one of their servers is whining right now. I have no doubt. You can hear that high-pitched whine coming from the back on the fan. Ryan and Madison says all the resignations and distancing are acts of self-preservation of a true politician. Yes. Yeah, that's what they do. That's how they earn their keep. That's exactly how it works. And that, oh, I kind of like that one uh, from 601, Mike Hurst for governor. Yeah. He's done a great job. He's done a great job. He's a great guy, done a fantastic job in that position. Yeah. With all the things that we keep hearing coming out, I am going to say this. I mentioned it just a second ago, but we haven't seen the last of the resignations. No, totally agree. We've got more coming. Uh, I think it's going to depend on who it is as to how much impact it has, or, or it could just be sheer numbers. I'm not sure with.
7: anybody will be left uh, by the time it, it winds down just prior to the, the 20th. So I wanted to get to this one. Uh, Todd in Holmes County it was talking about Trump making promises of eliminating the deficit and debt, and it, it, remember he said over and over again, we're going to have great health care and that sort of stuff. Look, I get it. When you're running for office, you have to state your positions and your intention and your objectives and your goals. That's perfectly fine. Uh, he said, "Did Todd at Holmes County on the ceasefire text line? Trump made all of those promises, not understanding that he was not going. To, he was going to have no help. You got to understand that, though. You got to understand that you're not a dictator. You got to understand how laws are made. You got to understand that if you want to eliminate the deficit and the debt." You can only do that with radical reform to Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, uh, and uh, welfare programs, which c- constitutes seventy percent of spending. You can only do that if you've got sixty votes in the Senate and control of the House. Yeah, and and then you're probably going to get summarily booted out of office because you're going to be making changes that people aren't going to like to those programs. It's it's easier said than done. We also had a question, uh, did you see uh, there, Dave, about the filibuster that I wanted to get to. Uh, can, the, yeah, can the Republicans in the Senate still filibuster? Uh, For no, the
6: moment, I think. Yeah, yeah
7: they can, but... The sixty, so they don't. There's no sixty vote uh, majority. There's a sixty vote majority going into the session. They can overturn it by a majority vote, and that's where the question comes in: is what do some of these moderate Democrats do? Joe Manchin, for example, has already said he would not support changing the rules uh, to eliminate or to make the Senate filibuster-proof. He doesn't support that. Because if that happens, that's when the entire agenda just whisks right through without any objection, any way to stop
6: it. He's that means, not the one I would worry about. You know who I would worry about? Murkowski. Uh, yeah,
7: the Republican. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Susan Collins. It's the it's the squishy Republicans are as much a risk in that. you got to hope that they would hold the line and not cross over and say, uh, offset or counter uh, Manchin's vote. So, yeah, that's always been the concern, is that they end the filibuster-proof Senate, and then the entire agenda goes right through. You know, there's also uh, a $12 trillion reparations bill. Wrap your head around that. that has got, I think, over 150 Democrats in the House on board, including Kamala Harris. Now, imagine if that went through. Think about the five billion dollars of foreign aid compared to twelve trillion of reparations. That would be insane. So
6: we're going to see. Uh, and I, just to be fair here, I want to make sure that. And you know, I've been doing this for a while, and I will continue to do it. I try to set the stage and let you know what's coming. In my opinion. You're going to see a lot of things out of Washington, out of Congress, that are going to raise your blood pressure to an obscene level at least over the next two years, minimum. You're going to see things that are going to come down like that, like basic universal income. Uh, A lot of these things uh, are, are going to hit, and you're just going to scream at the wall. I'm just letting you know that's coming because they are now going to have the ability to do whatever they want to do. With yeah. nominal control of the Senate, with control, even though it's smaller, still control in the House, and the White House, there's no firewall.
7: Yeah, at least for two years, because I do think we're going to see a, a a big flip uh, in two years. I think that's just... Uh, in the cards, frankly, Chris, the mailman says. So with a Senate split 50-50, are there minority majority leaders? Yeah, they have to vote on that, just like they do in the House, and it's the same situation. Once the two new senators from Georgia are seated, it's 50-50, and Kamala Harris casts the deciding vote. Uh, and so, and by the way, the uh, it, when you got a 50-50 situation. There's there's not a default as to who becomes the majority leader. It's not like uh, based on who controls the House or who controls the White House. It's on a straight majority vote, and she would cast the deciding vote, assuming all the Democrats vote for the Democrat, a Democrat uh, leader, a Democrat then would become that by virtue of her vote being the 51st. However, the Constitution doesn't. Say that, hey, because the vice President is a Democrat, uh, you have to have a Democrat leader. You no. could even have that situation if you had a majority Republicans or a majority Democrats in the house excuse me the senate i 'm getting tongue tied here, but if you had a majority of Democrats in the Senate. Today, they could elect a Republican leader, even though they're not the majority, so to speak.
6: Usually, the the rare occasions where this has happened, and we've had an even split in the Senate, they work out a power-sharing agreement between the two parties and kind of split the duties and kind of everybody has a say uh, because it is an even split. I don't know in today's world if it's going to work that way this time around.
7: Yeah, I think you're right about that. But so you have to assume that all 50 Democrats are going to vote for Chuck Schumer, and and Kamala Harris is going to cast her vote as a tiebreaker, and he'll be the majority leader. And then uh, the minority party at that point, the Republicans, they will elect their leader. Is how that will work. So. Uh, Anyhow, there's a question from Dave in West Point wants to know how can we see a big flip in two years when they can manipulate votes like they can? Well, I guess, Dave, I still have a high degree of confidence that these voting irregularities are going to be addressed. And I think we're going to see much more fair and open elections. And I think we'll be past this COVID era where we'll get mostly back to voting on Election Day. I think all that's going to happen. There are there are also members of, uh, but certainly in the Senate, uh, Senator um, uh, Tim uh, Scott uh, in South Carolina. I think he's got legislation that I want to say Marco Rubio is co-sponsoring with him that really takes a hard look and a detailed look and completely assesses our voting practices and processes in the United States and uh, calls for improvements to be made in that. That, So I've got
6: some confidence there that uh, that that will happen. Uh, I got a couple of texts here. One, uh, let me see, Ed from New Hope, I can't find clarification, did Trump concede? Uh, He did not concede, he just said he was leaving at noon on the 20th and it would be a peaceful transfer of power so you can you can read that as you wish he didn't say i give up i concede he just said there will be a peaceful transfer of power on january 20th which is him saying I, on the 20th i'm going home that
7: uh, certainly sounds like he implied. now look he he may go and leave the white house there's an orderly transition as our constitution calls for but i guess it's quite possible Dave, that, that just like Stacey Abrams, you know, he spends the, you know, the ensuing years saying that the election was stolen, that he really won. Well, heck, let's, let's face it. Let's be honest. The Democrats have never accepted the legitimacy of Donald Trump's election, no. and to this day maintain that it was all, all because of Russia interference. And that's nuts as well, and they need to be called out on it. So, so I don't know that we'll ever have another president elected where the other side doesn't maintain that they stole the election.
6: I think that's the the standard going forward, but I do think if anybody else, anybody would pull this, it would be President Trump. Uh, We could be in the situation where we may, uh, like, have two popes for a while. Yeah, that's... It's a a history callback, but, yeah, I I think that could happen. Scott in Cleveland, people think Trump had something to do with the storming of the Capitol. It's already been proven Antifa members did that. Their plan worked. The lady who was so unfortunately killed uh, in the Capitol, we have it on video. Rhino, you have that video, too. Uh, She was climbing over the furniture, barricading the house chamber, trying to climb through the broken window when they shot her. She was a lifelong Trump supporter. We had the elected official, newly elected official from West Virginia who live-streamed the whole thing as he was going in. Were Antifa people involved? Probably. I would say so. Were they all of it? No. There were some people from the Trump rally that were involved. Full stop. There's no way to argue it.
7: I mean, it just stands to reason, given that there were hundreds of thousands of, of uh, uh, Trump supporters uh, in attendance there. So, I I don't know. Um, so, there was an interesting text, let's see if I can find it here, that says that Kamala Harris won't have to cast a deciding vote, that there'll be some Republicans that would uh, vote the other way, just as you said earlier. Murkowski. Concerns about I'm t- Murkowski watch Murkowski, yeah.
6: I'm telling you. yeah, Murkowski, Collins, even Romney in some situations. Yeah, agree. Get ready for it. It's it's going to come up less frequently than you think with Harris casting the tie-breaking vote. Final segment coming up next.
5: Bridge Builders.
16: Who doesn't love the holiday season? Food, family, and friends. Keep Mississippi Beautiful wants to remind everyone that while you're enjoying the holidays, remember to do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful and safe. Mask up, pick up, and clean up Mississippi. Let's all do our part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Together, we can do this. To learn more about Keep Mississippi Beautiful and the beautification efforts across our state, visit keepmsbeautiful.com. That's keepmsbeautiful.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Keep Mississippi Beautiful.
19: Hey there.
9: Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: You're hearing the JT Show with guest host Dave Hughes. That's what I'm talking about. On Super Talk Mississippi.
6: Talk Mississippi Dave Hughes here. Gerard Gibbard in studio with us. Uh, Apparently uh, Senator Kirsten Gillibrand from New York the Democrat was on MSNBC yesterday and explained and they didn't have the results finalized yet in the Georgia Senate race but explained that if they won both of those races that they would be taking up uh, eliminating the filibuster. That they would be looking to do away with the filibuster in the Senate. I pray that doesn't happen.
7: I pray that uh, the line is held there, and it, 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 they can do it just with a
6: simple majority. They can change the rule. It's a change in the rules, essentially. Yeah, rules change just a simple majority there. Yeah. Uh, so if they do away with that, yeah, it's it's free reign at that point. That's the, the way it works and the way it's going to work. Uh, the talk continued. You saw another resignation. That you yeah. heard about uh, uh, Department of uh, Transportation Elaine Chao, yeah. yeah, Elaine Mitch McConnell's uh, wife, yeah, Mitch McConnell's wife. Not a big surprise, right? Uh, because well, Mitch didn't tote water for Trump yesterday, and his wife, I think, decided now was a good time to get out. I think that would have happened even without the uproar yesterday. Yeah, after the vote happened, uh, but yeah, so that's another one. We're up to now what seven? think so i think it's seven resignations that we have seen of a uh, high level officials and i think we're going to see more
7: yeah i think you're
6: right and, so, and, and with, a, with a short a lot
7: can happen in 13 days uh, yeah. right so as when you're talking about a small number of people relatively
6: uh one interesting yeah. note though for the ones that are calling for impeachment and there are some on both sides calling for that Both the House and the Senate have now adjourned until after Inauguration Day. So that's not going to happen. Yeah, Yeah. it's
7: no need, really. Yeah, yeah, two weeks. That's more eye poking. Yes. That's more eye poking. And we don't need any more dead gum eye poking. So I would argue that uh, doing so would have very negative repercussions. Things are not always encapsulated in, in short periods of time. They, they tend to linger, and they they, they tend to uh, – it's the old karma, as they say. And I don't know that that's so much karma. It's just payback, unfortunately. That's just human nature.
6: And, and that's politics nowadays. It's politics. It's definitely, that's the way it's, it works.
7: It's, yeah, it's one-up politics. And we, we've become, again, so obsessed with personalities and, and not as much, unfortunately, with policy. But seeing Gillibrand talking about filibustering – and there's a question on the 601 c tax line about can you just say, I want to filibuster the bill. No, there's, it's a period of time that senators use to speak on the floor, to hold the floor, if you will, to uh, just stop the measure from going forward. And the only way to bring that, that filibustering to a close is with a, a three-fifths vote on from senators to bring closure, closer to that. And, and so that's why you always hear about needing 60 votes, that's just what it means. If they filibuster and let 60 senators say it's time to end this filibuster and vote on this thing, uh, it just dies. It dies on the vine, doesn't become law. But if you eliminated that, a simple majority, which the Democrats would have, would allow the most radical, crazy legislation you can imagine. It's the entire AOC agenda has a chance of getting through. Yeah. I can't even fathom it, honestly.
6: Well, you're going to continue now to hear about the 25th Amendment because with Congress being adjourned both houses, the impeachment thing's off the table. Yeah. that That's done. That's not going to happen before Inauguration Day. So you're going to see, I would suspect, some of the people that were calling for impeachment and not the 25th switch over and start calling for the 25th Amendment to be invoked yeah. as well. I still don't think that's going to go anywhere, but we'll see how that works out. And never one to miss an opportunity. Apparently, Joe Biden has chosen today, later on, he's going to announce his nominees in the Justice Department. Well, Merrick Garland, right, is uh, Attorney General. Attorney General. He's, uh, He's putting Merrick Garland up. For those of you that don't remember, Merrick Garland is the one that was nominated for the Supreme Court. And the Republicans uh, had nothing to do with it. Yep. They just shut it down, didn't even vote on it, yep. and he he passed on. Well, Merrick Garland is back, and this time as the nominee to be the attorney general for the Harris-Biden administration, as Joe keeps referring to it in press <laughs> opportunities. And and he also, I think, is naming
7: uh, someone to serve in the Department of Justice as I uh, like the uh, civil rights oversight. I'm not sure exactly what the position's called, but this this lady apparently is, is supports defunding the police. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to say if you're the president here, president elect, that I'm I'm not for defunding the police, but then you appoint somebody to a key position in the Department of Justice or the Attorney General's office
6: that is it don't make any sense. So, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> You know, don't defund the Capitol Police, obviously, but everybody yeah, else's exactly. police needs to have all the money taken away. They were pro-law enforcement yesterday, I'll say that. And I agree. And, you know, one final thing, Dave, we didn't get to is somebody called us out earlier for being a
7: little bit too PC. And and the, the, the issue was made, or the statement was made, had the lady that was shot and ultimately died in the Capitol been a black person and shot. Uh, that that uh, we'd have a different uh, outcome and different results. I agree, the country would be on fire. So, yeah. I'm with you on that.
6: Yeah, with you on that. That doesn't make what happened right. That's right, exactly. Period. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Enjoyed it, man. I did, too. We'll have you back in here again soon, mm-hmm. yeah, my friend. And that's it. See you tomorrow morning at 10.
13: I'm Chris Foster. The top Senate Democrat Chuck Schumer is calling on Vice President Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove President Trump from office with a majority vote of his cabinet. Illinois Republican Congressman Adam Kinzinger agrees because of yesterday's riot at the Capitol. Sadly, yesterday it became evident that not only has the president abdicated his duty to protect the American people and the people's house, he invoked and inflamed passions that only gave fuel to the insurrection that we saw here. Boxes, Jared Halpern, on criticism of the police response to the riot.
17: U.S. Capitol Police Chief Steven Sun says officers acted valiantly as thousands of individuals were involved in violent, riotous actions, armed with metal pipes and chemical irritants. More than fifty Capitol and DC Metro police sustained injuries. One woman was shot and killed by a police officer near the House Chamber where members of Congress were sheltering in place. That officer is now on administrative leave. And there are to be
20: boxes.
3: I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to News Mississippi. Another record high number of COVID cases set with 3,255. The record
18: one-day rise brings the state's total number of cases to nearly 231,500. With the confirmation of 48 additional deaths,
3: 5,061 Mississippians have now passed away from the virus. With their three-month session happening in the midst of peaking COVID numbers, House Speaker Philip Gunn, who tested positive for the virus during last year's legislative session, addressed concerns about whether or not they'd be able to stick it out.
1: The work of the people's got to be done. People need help. They need uh, their their government to step up and do the things that we are charged with doing.
23: And so we're going to push forward and we're going to pray that the Lord be gracious to our state and uh, end this uh, pandemic sooner than later.
9: Need a career? a job an opportunity if so mississippi community colleges are your affordable solution as experts in training people for high-paying careers and connecting people to opportunities mississippi community colleges can help you achieve your dream visit your community college for more information on the my best program and other career pathways i'm dr andrea mayfield executive director of the mississippi community college board
13: for more information email info at
10: mccb.edu
3: Mississippi Congressman Trent Kelly was in our nation's capital during yesterday's insurrection.
4: There's always a place for peaceful demonstrations and peaceful protests, but we're a country of a rule of law and a constitution, and there's never any cause for people to break into the United States Capitol, to
23: break into the doors, to break windows out, which we have witnessed and seen.
3: Congress reconvened late last night to certify the Electoral College vote. Kelly, who voted to object, says it was important for them to get back to work. We
23: can't let tyranny, we can't let threat, or we can't let mobs rule.
3: A Starkville woman is being charged charged with selling her teenaged relative for sex. Madison Murphy is accused of driving the 16-year-old to Texas and reportedly sold the girl to a man in Fort Worth for $300. Murphy allegedly placed ads online using photos of the teen. I'm Kelly Bennett. For more information, find us online at newsms.fm. Who
16: doesn't love the holiday season? Food, family, and friends. Keep Mississippi Beautiful wants to remind everyone that while you're enjoying the holidays, remember to do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful and safe. Mask up, pick up, and clean up Mississippi. Let's all do our part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Together, we can do this. To learn more about Keep Mississippi Beautiful and the beautification efforts across our state, visit keepmsbeautiful.com. That's keepmsbeautiful.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Keep Mississippi Beautiful.
22: Hey, Lucky Buck here. And if you're like me, you love spreading the cheer this time of year. It makes my nose glow. You should see it. Luckily, the Mississippi Lottery has lots of ways to spread the cheer, like scratch-offs, Powerball, Cash 3, Mega Millions. They're perfect for friends, family, even complete strangers. Over age 21, of course. I've even seen a simple scratch-off turn a cheerless Scrooge into a cheerful dude. Wow, thanks. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 or over to play. Gambling problem? Call
17: 888-777-9696.
24: In a Mississippi Minute That's right Hey folks, hey hey hey, I'm Steve Azar, you're in a Mississippi Minute. So many wonderful things to do right here in this great state of ours in Mississippi, historically, culturally. You know, hey, it's at your back door, your front door, just a short walk away. Go to visit Mississippi.org. trust me, to find out more. Today's guest makes a three-peat performance. Are you kidding me? Appearance. And a performance, I guess. The first two episodes a while back, it's been a while, celebrated his life and career and an eventual gold medal in the horizontal high bars back in 1992 Olympics in Barcelona. The tallest man, I may add, once again, to ever accomplish that feat in his sport. He's also tall in character, morally and ethically. I've known him for a long time. We're good friends. And when it comes to heart and soul, this man, it's large. In the Olympics, there's the thrill of victory. And we'd like to remember it all by that. But it comes with a cost. And lately we've seen in the news over the past year or two, and my guest today and I have not talked about it at all on the air, and I think that is something that I'd like to discuss with him and really dig into uh, the full Monty, if I might say it like that, the scandal, the abuse. I thought it would be an interesting Mississippi Minute definitely to understand better the facts behind it. Someone that was in that arena. So let's bring him on in the keep mississippi beautiful studio my dear friend trent Demas. hello trent
4: uh uh, thank you so much for having me steve it's always a pleasure to be with you and you know these are serious uh serious things to discuss uh, but they're real and they're happening and they have happened and i think it's important to know some of the details and some of the things so that we don't repeat these mistakes and uh you know, I think it's uh, it's something that we have to deal with. So I'm glad you have brought this up, and I'm glad we're going to discuss it today.
24: Well, you and I tried to get some folks that were in town from Russia and some other places uh, on the horn together. Basically, you and me hosting it together so I could make sure that I could ask the right questions and maybe not ask questions I shouldn't ask. I didn't know how far you could go because it was a serious implications uh for folks that are going back to their countries if they hadn't defected and I mean this is like I feel like it's the movies you know what I mean <laughs> you know for me growing up you you were on the inside of all of this being a world class athlete com- competing on the highest level and and the thing that we all look at globally as such an important event for us all when you're when you're putting the best athletes on the in the world on one stage you find out who's the best right so but like we said some folks were cheating along the way and uh and the effect obviously it had on their bodies personally but also their reputations and so many that i feel like have never been told on like for instance lance armstrong when when i see lance armstrong and i see the fall of him right uh all the doping and all that i could tell he wanted to tell on other people when he was talking you know i could tell uh uh when Roger Clemens was going through he kept licking his lips and he was in congress and he was going through all that i could tell he wanted to tell on some people he knew that were doing it but didn't so i felt like that that was sort of on their minds and in their hearts and it was and they were biting their tongues so let's start right now uh what is anti-doping
23: well
4: anti-doping is really the movement to eradicate uh the use of performance-enhancing drugs in sports. And it, it goes from high school all the way up to the Olympic level into uh, professional sports, and it is, it is widely pervasive. And it's, uh, it's really a sad thing because it, it takes away from the integrity of a sport. And for those people who want to do well, for the sake of being a great athlete, rather than to do something for an ulterior motive.
24: Okay, we're talking to Trent Davis. Trent, I got to ask you a question, though. There's all of these sort of variations um, of the drugs that that people use, and there's creams, and there's all sorts of things, right? Um, I, I guess they're always figuring out a way to hide the fact when it when they're tested or whatever. Um, I mean, how is it? How have they gotten away with it? And is it because of certain maybe topical steroids rather than uh, stuff that's injected in the bloodstream? How it doesn't show up, or I, I, and I'm talking pretty ignorant right now, so you got to help me with it. But how have they been able sure. to get away with it—is it poor testing, the wrong kind of testing? Have they had to elevate their testing game? All of the above.
4: Well, I, I can say right now from the perspective. So let's 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 take a step back and and, and talk about this and in. in the perspective of who is out there policing the world, and there are uh, th- there are a few organizations. That at the top of the food chain is the World Anti-Doping Agency based in uh, Montreal. They were set up by the International Olympic Committee about 20 years ago to tackle the issue. Um, WADA then has partners like uh, Rusada, the Russian Anti-Doping Agency, which isn't really a partner and hasn't been. They're actually a part of the problem. Uh, and then you have agencies like USADA, the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency, and then every country typically has an agency that oversees what's going on within their own country, and they should be working together. The issue at hand uh, uh, with your question about how are these people getting away f- with it is that it's such a pervasive problem, and the the desire to win at a, at a from an individual level, all the way up to a national level is just so huge. And by that, I mean you've got athletes that are willing to do whatever it takes to win. And then you have countries that see sport as a window into the soul of who they are in terms of power and might and prestige and for them this is more important winning gold medals and hosting an olympic game uh... and having this on a world stage is more important than uh... than anything else and they're willing to sacrifice their athletes and we can go more into that uh... when we talk about russia the russian scandal and and how that came about But. When you have countries with billions of dollars and agencies like the CIA, and I'm not saying the CIA, but you know, functionally uh, similar organizations for other countries working in concert with coaching staffs uh, to create new ways of, of of winning through performance-enhancing drugs, it's very difficult to catch because WADA uh, only has about thirty million dollars. To police the entire world of anti-doping. So it's, you know, they're always behind the games. So they're poorly,
24: can, poorly I, funded in your mind.
4: Well, absolutely. I, I think we're, if you look at, you take one Olympic Games, for example, London, 2012, we are still, I think right now, we have reallocated uh, 140 medals. So that means that we're still testing for 2012 people who should have won are just receiving their medals
24: get now out of here because, So they're doing that
4: yep. yeah we're still testing people from eight years ago and
24: what an anticlimactic yeah. way to win to win your medal oh, right oh well <laughs> there are the athletes
4: <laughs> well there are stories of athletes um who have I, I, I can't remember his name, but there was an athlete who should have won a medal and the IOC uh, you know uh, sanctioned somebody they lo- the person who won lost their medal and this, this individual was met in an airport and he was given his medal at like a McDonald's or something like that and it's just like really wow. I mean you didn't even have a ceremony for this person right. you just kind of handed it over under the table to this person.
23: Yeah.
4: And it's just, <laughs> it's really the the destruction of the things that are good about sport. I mean, they say that sport is the last bastion where people can come together and really focus on camaraderie, enjoyment, but I'll tell you that uh, it, is, it is really turning, uh, it's turning in a bad way.
24: We're with gold medal winner 1992 Trent Dimas incredible athlete uh, just a great guy you're in the Keep Mississippi beautiful studio as always love to celebrate how clean we need to keep this great state of ours go to visit mississippi.org to celebrate further so many wonderful things we got to right here I'm Steve Azoff we'll right
9: forever and it's the final weeks. All fine jewelry and watches are now up to 80% off. Everything must go. Time is running out for this unbelievable sales event. Soul Burgers Jewelry, Highland Colony Parkway, Ridgeland.
0: Find new roads.
15: Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range
1: in Gluckstad, Mississippi's newest gun store with indoor range, firearms training center, and full service gunsmithing department.
15: Right now, we're offering special pricing on our individual, couples, and family memberships. We're so sure you will enjoy a membership and the exclusive benefits that our members enjoy that we don't even ask you to sign a contract. Come browse our huge selection of guns
24: and accessories or look into signing up for one of our many firearms training classes. The range by Jimmy Primos just off I-55 at the Gluckstad exit.
11: Have you wanted to speak a new language, but thought it would be too difficult? Then try Babbel. Babbel starts by teaching you words and phrases that gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations. So in 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking a new language in a few weeks. Babbel is built around real life. It teaches you practical conversations that you will actually use. Babbel. Language for life. Start the new year with a new language. Get up to 60% off now at babbel.com. That's b-a-b-b-e-l.com.
22: Soul Burgers Jewelry is closing their doors forever, and it's the final weeks. All fine jewelry and watches are now up to 80% off. Everything must go. Time is running out for this unbelievable sales event. Soul Burgers
0: Jewelry, Highland Colony Parkway, Ridgeland. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
24: Coming into a Mississippi Minute, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm Steve Azar. Hope all you guys are safe and healthy, uh, thinking about you during these holiday seasons. I'm with gold medal winner Trent Demas. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Go to visit visitmississippi.org to find out the cool, cool things you can do right here. So, I threw you off the game a little bit. We're still talking about um, the World Anti-Doping Agency, and obviously they're behind the eight ball, it sounds like, correct?
4: They are. You know, it's they're doing their best. They are working as hard as they possibly can, but there, you know, there are some issues there um, that are prevalent, and part of those issues are there probably needs to be more diversification in terms of who's on their board. Uh, right now, the IOC funds uh, WADA with 50% of its uh, annual operating budget, and then wow. 50% of that comes from... Governments from around the world. The U.S. is one of them, and we pay probably the most. I think we pay a little over two million dollars into the fifteen million dollars that come from governments from around the world. But when you have an agency like the International Olympic Committee participating in uh, what WADA is doing, I don't know. It's um, I think there could be somewhat of a conflict of interest, and what I mean by that is. The IOC, when it hosts an Olympic Games, garners everything, its own operating budget from the television rights, the sponsorship rights, and the last thing that they want to do is have doping problems because it it, it just muddies the water, it makes the Olympic brand less uh, attractive to sponsors, and they just don't want to have it. So, And by not wanting to have it, I mean that in two ways. One they would prefer not to see that. Two, if they if it does happen, they would prefer not to deal with it. Right. And the last piece of that is very, very dangerous because then you turn the blind eye to certain things because you want better ratings. It's one of the reasons why uh, the International Olympic Committee is, is adding sports like skateboarding and uh, BMX bike racing and uh, parkour. Some of these more interesting type of events when because you can only run so fast you can only jump so
18: high I got you yeah.
4: and at, and after a while people want to see records broken and that's really important for television ratings so on the one hand you don't want to have doping uh, from the IOC's perspective on the other you want higher faster stronger which is their motto and how do you do that there's only so much a human body can do And after that you go to the equipment and then after that well there has to be something that enhances the performance right and uh, I think that uh, there is it's a somewhat of a conflict for them I I, I believe
24: well as sports evolve and they're and they become credible and they become interesting to the new newer generation and all that they do deserve a time you know when it gets to be popular enough uh, to help you know and like you said records I mean, it seems like swimming records are constantly being broken by the the most uh, most uh, most, uh s- the smallest piece of a second you can find. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. and, and yeah. It's, it's like every time there's somebody a little faster, uh, you know it, it's interesting. you crack me up about the McDonald's if that that so I know you it did happen because you said it, but excuse me, I would like a big Mac, a Diet Coke, a large fry. Uh, and, uh, and a gold medal. Do you mind if I could have my gold medal <laughs> in my <laughs> happy meal? Much. Can I have my happy meal? Yes. <laughs> I'm in That's a happy place. Guess. We're talking to Trent Demas. Trent, okay, so you got all this going on. You're talking about they're taking half the money. Why isn't there a separate bucket of money for this issue rather than taking from, you know, stealing from Peter to pay Paul? Why can't you, you know, bring Mark into the game? You know what I'm saying?
4: Well, it's, it's about control. And the IOC does not want to lose control of anything. It wants to keep in, you know, complete control over every aspect of the Olympic Games. One of the issues that, uh, that I've been dealing with for the last couple of years is to try to figure out how do we raise more money for WADA um, so that it can operate independently of the IOC. And uh, when we began speaking about going to Olympic sponsors and speaking to them about contributing to, uh, the movement, the, the question is like, no way, that's never going to happen. You can't do that. The IOC will never let that happen. And the IOC will end up saying, and I said, well, then we need to speak with the IOC and get them on board. And the counter argument from WADA is the IOC is going to talk to Coca-Cola or, um, Alibaba and say, fine, you want to give more money to anti-doping, give us the money, and we will reallocate it. And right. the issue here is really, it's just, it's a conflict. WADA needs to be completely independent, and um, but I don't think there's a way to get there. I mean, the governments are not interested enough in what's going on with the eradication of, of doping, because, gosh, look at the world right now. You've got coronavirus, you've got uh, corruption, you've got crime, you've got other kinds of drugs, you've got wars and rumors of wars and you know and doping in the olympic games just falls very short of what is a priority for
2: right
4: you know for for countries i mean look at it in terms of uh you would think that china and russia and and japan and some of these countries would be putting in huge amounts of money i mean we the united states is the largest contributor at two million i mean i'm pretty sure that's not even the lint in
5: it's no, a
24: government right. pocket. Right. Wait, 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 wait. But that may, I love that. The lint and the government, that's, you're a poet. You know, that. that's like a great, that, you know, like we in the songwriting world, we call that furniture. You know, pulling out the lint out of my pocket. Anyway, anyway, long story <laughs> short, uh, the they're spending more time trying to figure out how to cover it up more than solve the problem. Well, I
4: think that 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 might seem how it is on the outside. And I think that maybe there may be some truth to that. But I think the reality is that the Olympic Games is a billion dollar business with people who are running it that want to see the Olympic Games perpetuated. And there are athletes all over the world that are striving to just walk-in opening ceremonies. So there is something good about what it is that's being done here. And so I think what is really happening is the IOC knows there is a problem. They are going to deal with it, but they're probably not going to deal with it until there is a massive explosion in the Olympic world. And you would have thought that Russia would have been, been that issue. And we should we should talk about that, because I think it's an interesting case study in um, in how that came about, and, and some of the people that I've spoken to about um, Russia, and, and how how that kind of got subverted, how it got uh, looked at, and how it how it came about, it's very it's it's so scary. You think, geez, how is this uh, how is this supposed to help athletics? So let's talk a
24: little bit about Russia. Well, I do want to. We're going to go into a break in a minute, but before we go into that break, I want to ask you one question. Then we're gonna we're gonna talk Russia. I feel like we've been talking about Russia since time began. They're always like the villain. You know what I mean? It's like uh, it's always the case. But with that said, do you ever feel like all of this noise at some point is going to become so overwhelming to the consumer? To the
4: well, I think you look at uh, look at professional sports in America. Uh, I don't think there's anyone who can honestly look at, at yesterday's games and say many, if not all, or a great, and not all, but a great majority of a lot of these athletes are using performance-enhancing drugs. And do they care? No. Um, they see it more as entertainment, and this is about winning, and this is about entertainment. Uh, the problem with that is that you have young people who are coming up, and if mothers, soccer moms, look to the future and say, well, the only way for my son to become X number of, you know, X, X athlete in X sport is to abuse their body, and they're going to die at 45, and they're not going to, it's going to be the end of sport, uh, and I think that that's the, that's mm. the danger. But right. I do think that people eventually will just turn a blind eye and just say, either put." Turn a blind eye to it, or say I'm just done with watching things right. on uh, at the Olympics because it's. I mean, these guys are all just using, and so why why watch? Why participate? Why vote? Uh, why put my heart and soul behind these athletes? And the, I think the the reason why is because there are a few athletes out there that still want to be the best for being the best. Mm-hmm.
24: But if you're competing that's against somebody that's using and that's truly doping. Man, the, the advantage is just so, there's just a, 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 I mean, it's big for the person using it. We all know that we've seen, uh, I grew up with folks when we were working out and it took me four or five years to gain 35, 40 pounds the right way and get to the point where I could bench press 300, which was a moment in my life, but it happened. And I remember I had, you know, I knew folks that got there and got there in four or five, six months. And I remember one of them having to go, almost her heart got so big, it you know, almost blew up. Had to lose all the weight and all that. So I saw it even on that level. We're talking to Trent Dimas. You can call him Trent Dimas. It depends on what part of the country you're at, like Azar or Azar or, you know what I mean? I, it's, me and you both, we're used to it. Uh, Trent, you're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Go to visit Mississippi.org folks, to find out all the wonderful things you can do that are right here on our hallowed soul in Mississippi. Uh, you get to play DJ. You've done this tw- two other times before. Here's your third time. Third time's a charm. Would you like to hear into the break Bobby Gentry or Sam Cooke? Uh, Sam Cooke. You got it. With my pal, Trent Dimas. Gold medal winner, 1992 Barcelona. No one ever his height, and I'm talking tall, has ever done such a feat. I'm Steve Azar. Here now in Mississippi. I find
5: myself wanting to marry you and take you home I. Love Send
25: me I know you send me a love you, you you send
5: me
8: I listen to you do. Hi this is Mark Shapley of MM Shapley Steakhouse
10: <laughs> on Comet,
8: on Cupid,
10: on Donner, on Slasher?
11: Uh, yeah, Shanna. I'm your newest reindeer, Slasher. And I'm out here slashing prices on every vehicle in stock.
10: That's right. It's holiday time and prices are being slashed at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Right now, pay just 179 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi G4s. That's $179 per month. And pay only $319 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi Outlanders. Plus, we're giving you a 43-inch TV with every purchase. Bad credit, no credit, no problem. You're approved. We're accepting all credit applications as 100% credit approval is our number one goal. And we'll give you a top dollar for your old vehicle even if you don't buy a new one from us, come save big as all prices have been slashed at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road, call 896 9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. And remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Tell him Slasher sent you. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1640, Outlander stock number 1605, 1999, down 2.9% for 84 months, CD for details with approved guide.
2: bridge builders. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully.
3: I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to News Mississippi. Another record high number of COVID cases set with 3,255. The record
18: one-day rise brings the state's total number of cases to nearly 231,500. With the confirmation of 48 additional deaths,
3: 5,061 Mississippians have now passed away from the virus. With their three-month session happening in the midst of peaking COVID numbers, House Speaker Philip Gunn, who tested positive for the virus during last year's legislative session, addressed concerns about whether or not they'd be able to stick it out.
1: The work of the people's got to be done. People need help. They need uh, their, their government to step up and do the things that we are charged with doing. And so we're going to push forward and we're going to pray that the Lord be gracious to our state
6: and uh, end this uh, pandemic uh, sooner than later. Yeah. Sure.
16: doesn't love the holiday season. Food, family, and friends. Keep Mississippi Beautiful wants to remind everyone that while you're enjoying the holidays, remember to do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful and safe. Mask up, pick up, and clean up Mississippi. Let's all do our part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Together, we can do this. To learn more about Keep Mississippi Beautiful and the beautification efforts across our state, visit keepmsbeautiful.com. That's keepmsbeautiful.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Keep Mississippi Beautiful.
2: See Spire 5G. We're building a fast,
13: powerful
18: 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. C Spire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be. C Spire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trading.
0: In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
24: When I was 16, I knew everything. <laughs> we're rocking, rolling, and whatever we are strolling, we're strolling down a Mississippi wisdom. Minute. Go to visitmississippi.org folks. I know you hear me say it, and I'm going to keep saying it forever because so many great things you can do that are right here, especially now in these times. Uh, taking your family somewhere where you feel like it's safe. Uh, and also, you can get a whole lot of history and learn a lot about what we're all about here in Mississippi. Go to visit Mississippi.org. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. I'm with my beautiful brother, Trent Demas, gold medal winner, 1992. We're talking anti-doping, doping, everything, Olympian, Olympics. Uh, and now we're going to dig into Russia. Okay, every villain, it seems like, from Rocky Balboa to – I saw, saw a show recently with Nick Nolte. It was incredible, called Warrior. Of course, the the, the – the, the, the villain comes from Russia. <laughs> you know, we always have that. Um, let's talk Russia, its involvement, and the complexity, and basically the enormity it is to someone like you.
4: Well, let's let's put this in a little bit of context, because I think that that is important. I think we, we like to have villains, first of all. But let's take a, a different perspective here. And the United States is a pretty amazing place to live in and i have lived all in different countries in the world one of the things that makes this country so amazing is opportunity anybody from anywhere with any type of background in any race culture creed can make something of themselves because you can in other countries there's no way opportunity just it purely just does not exist right there's a there's a ton of nepotism. There's, you've got to know people, there are bribes or it's just, it doesn't exist. So imagine for a moment, this perspective, if you can go to the Olympics and you can win that your, your life and your family's life will change so dramatically that, I mean, it's, it's even, it's like winning the lottery here. Um, but you gain notoriety, you gain prestige, you gain finances not only for you but your family members in perpetuity. And that is a very difficult thing to come from when you are, and to ignore when you come from a country that is holistically not free, uh, there's no opportunity, and this may be your only way to go from almost poverty or maybe poverty or below to having something that you couldn't otherwise get, except through athletics and through winning. So, from an individual perspective, I can almost understand if somebody from, you know, from North Korea or from Russia or from China does something like this because it's going to, I mean, completely change their life in such a major, major way. And when you go to some of these countries and you see the level of poverty it is not like we think about it here. It is, it, it is, it is shocking. It, 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 it is offensive to the senses and to the eyes uh, when you see poverty in some of these countries because it, it's not on the same level that we're here. Even at our lowest levels, we are still in you know, the top 5% of the world's wealth. So in, in one perspective, you can understand that. Right. But athletics is not really supposed to be about prestige and money. It's supposed to be about performance. It's supposed to be about going out, doing your best, working your hardest. And in so doing, if you win, you become the best at what you do. And it should be a personal thing. And for me, that's what it was. It was a personal trajectory. It was a personal goal. It was a personal uh objective that I wanted to achieve and I wanted to be able to sleep at night knowing that I did everything possible win or lose to get as high as I possibly could and I wasn't willing to cheat I want to say
24: something real quick about that don't don't lose your thought I I do want to throw you kudos here real quick your story and folks can go back and check the podcast out it took two really wonderful wonderful episodes with you had so many twists and turns that none of us ever knew (laughs) you know what i mean all we saw was you on the horizontal bars and you do what you did but to get there and you talk about hard work it's beyond the word hard it's hard it's beyond it's harder than hard you know what i mean and just your journey was so unique and every story that ends up great has that kind of story it's very unique uh there's some common lines and common threads that go uh that you know get you to this point of greatness but uh, yours was so unique, and so I, I asked people to go back and check those podcasts out you, anywhere you do podcasts because i 'd love you to get to know the guy that i 've gotten to know over the years. but those interviews were about things I never knew about so um, and we 've known each other for a long time because we never had the time to sit down and discuss that so anyway we 've just gotten together and had a good time all the time <laughs> so anyway all right so so keep going now your train of thought i 'm sorry for throwing you a little bit no
4: that 's okay so 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 now you 've got folk. Uh, And when I go back to, we try to make Russia the villain. But I can tell you, I have so many friends from Russia that are amazing, amazing people, friendly, just nice, good people. The issue here is that you've got these countries that that want to win at at any cost. And, you know, I don't know whether it's true or whether it's not true, but a lot of folks have said, part of the culture of Russia is, you know, is cheating. And I, I don't know if I can agree with that, but I have seen a lot of it. And uh, and I remember in my competitive days, you'd see gymnasts on the still rings doing multiple iron crosses over and over. And just, you would look at them and say, okay, oh, I can do three of those in a row. I can't do 10. Like, that's right. impossible. Right. And you knew they were doing, doing something. But that's, you know... There was nothing I could do about it as an athlete. All I could do was my best and hope that my best was good enough. Um, but let's let's move a little bit toward um, the Stepanovs. So the Stepanovs, um, Vitaly and Yulia, now live in the United States. Vitaly uh, worked at the, the Moscow Lab, uh, which is their... Rusada is the Russian anti-doping agency, and the Moscow Lab is like the head lab. Vitaly worked in that lab, and his wife, Yulia, was one of the top 800-meter runners for Russia. And Vitaly would run these tests, on these blood tests, and he would he would see all these discrepancies. He's like, well, "Well, wait a minute, this is positive, and this is negative, and this is the, it all, all these biomarkers do not make sense." So he kept taking these to his to his bosses and saying hey, this is wrong. This Something is really weird here. And they were like, what, what? No, don't worry. It's not a problem. Don't worry. Just go back to your office and take care of it. No, we take care of everything. <laughs> and, you know, that's kind of the Russian way there. But it was a systematic, uh, and by systematic, I mean a countrywide effort to utilize the best possible technology and funding and scientists to beat the system. And these individuals uh were basically mandating that every one of their athletes in the different sport would use these. So uh uh Yulia was using drugs. She is married to Vitali who is testing against them. And he starts speaking to her and saying, you know, there are these huge problems and I don't understand. And then finally she says, We're all using. Yeah. We're all using. We cannot be on the national team unless you participate in this programs, And wow. he's like, what? Are you kidding me? And he finally laid down an ultimatum and said, either you are going to be my wife or you are going to be a drug user. And she selected her husband. But that's kind of the, the process. I mean, it's, it's easy to look at the athlete and say, you're a user. Um, and I think perhaps that might be more, that would be a, a more appropriate slogan for somebody who would do it in the United States than it would be for somebody who was doing it in Russia, because the whole system there is built in such a way that if you do not participate in it, there's no way for you to, to win. You can't be on the team. You, you just can't do it here. Um, I think USADA does such an exceptional job of testing its athletes that you'd get caught. You would get caught here. And and then you go to Lance Armstrong and say, well, wait a minute, he never got caught. How is that possible? Well, he was ahead of, he had all kinds of money and all kinds of technology to push him beyond that. And people were helping him. And nobody wanted to believe it. I mean, you're like, whoa. You
24: didn't want to to believe it,
2: exactly.
4: And people used to ask me, do you think, Lance Armstrong is using drugs. I'd say, absolutely, that guy is a doper to the nth degree. And they would say to me, oh, my God, you are so un-American. You are such, you are such a liar. You're, you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, fine. We don't have to discuss it, but that's, you know, that's pretty clear he's using. You don't go from being a kind of an upper, mediocre athlete to kind of blowing everybody's doors off after having cancer
24: right right no no it, exactly and we're gonna we gotta take a break but i do want to say this you get to a point when you're doing all this and you and you're at the top of the mountain where i think you feel you're invincible i really do we've seen the rise and fall of not only countries and worlds but we've seen it in athletes and people in general and i think you get to a point where nothing nothing can stop me i'll put it right in front of your face and you cannot prove it wrong prove me wrong we're with my pal Trent Dimas, 92 Barcelona Olympic gold medal, horizontal bars. I couldn't even, I, mean, I, I just can't believe all this, what he did on that thing. It's unbelievable. Uh, I can remember it like it was yesterday, and it was finally good to get to know the man that we were all celebrating in America. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Visit Mississippi.org. That's the place for your next fun event and get away with your family. We'll be right back.
2: So long I, show, I know what it feels like. I show I know
24: what it
8: The best made to order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish shrimp and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
21: New year, new budgets. Every small business has unique needs. And when you partner with a Dell Technologies advisor, you get real-time, tailored advice. They'll even give you a free consultation on your servers and storage devices to develop a custom solution to help improve your company's productivity. Plus, get special financing with Dell Business Credit and big savings on business computers with Intel Core processors. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL.
17: this is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. 1-800-647-8540 or on the web. MajesticMetalsInc.com
8: Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. With our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Barone's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090 601-345-8090 That's 601-345-8090 or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Head into the coast to hit the casinos
22: or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there and it's not just casinos Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3
8: Casino Radio. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching for C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to... 888 safe ms or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. In a
0: Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
24: It was at the end of Indianola. As we... take a nice little walk down a mississippi minute i'm steve azar i'm with gold medal winner 92 barcelona trent dimas dear friend never misses a delta soul always here and always one of the celebrities we bring in that actually that just really just wants to do more and more just one of those guys we have so many great ones uh trent stands out every year as somebody that wants to just get involved I mean, I've always appreciated him. He actually did a gymnastics deal one year for the kids. It was packed at the YMCA. He's always asking, offering, and I can't thank him enough. Go to visit Mississippi.org. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Let's keep talking. I have a strange feeling like the last time, Trent, this is going to go into another episode. I really feel like there's so much more to talk about. So at, let's wind this one down, and then we'll do part two because... You and me can't do part one and two. It's impossible. not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stay and keep on talking about Russia for the next six minutes, if, if you don't mind, okay. and then we'll wind it out.
4: So I'll try to get to the point here. So the Stepanovs find out that everyone's doping and that Rusada, the Moscow lab, is actually covering this up. So they gain as much information as, as they possibly can. And this is this comes directly from Yulia and... To tally. I sat down, we had this discussion, so it comes directly from them face-to-face. So they, they, they leave Russia, and they go to the World Anti-Doping Agency and tell their story. And oddly enough, WADA doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And they basically try to hide, well, and they say, well, we'll take care of it. And the, the then president was Craig Reedy who was also the vice president of the International Olympic Committee. So he's president of WADA and vice president of the International Olympic Committee. So he then attempts to do some back-channel discussions and maybe a fine with Russia. But the investigator that WADA had hired was a former law enforcement, and I can't remember exactly. I think he may have been FBI, but I'm not exactly sure. He because the Stepanovs are like, well, wait a minute, you guys are supposed to be the agency that oversees all this. Why aren't you doing anything? So basically, they've left their country, they've blown the whistle, and they're out in the cold. So they go to Germany, they tell their story there, and it just blows up, blows up to the point where there was no way the WADA could sanction or do anything with Russia. It had to be out in the open. It had to be investigated. And... It, it really blew up and at the same time that this was going on there was a guy named from Boulder Colorado named Brian Fogle who was trying to figure out if uh, was participating in if he used drugs if he did some cycles of of, uh, of doping and so he ends up getting involved with uh, Don Caitlin who is the US's top anti-doping uh, researcher here from UCLA and Don Caitlin originally agreed to help uh, Brian, but then backed out and said, "I can't. I'm about anti-doping, not about doping." But let me put you in in contact with one of my colleagues, and who is that colleague? Rodchenko who is the head of the Russian anti-doping agency in the Moscow lab. So Brian and Rachenko end up. Uh, Building this relationship, getting along very well, and Ratchenko ends up doing a bunch of cycles with, with, uh, with Brian. Turns out that it didn't actually help Brian do better in this, in that competition. He, in that cycling event, he actually did worse. But what happened during this process is, as ADR uh, opened up this investigative expose on on Rusada, everything just. Completely blew up. Mm. Turns out they're systematically using their their country's money. They're using the uh, FSB along with um, along with their uh, National Olympic Organizing Committee to figure out ways to sidestep the doping process. And that's a question you asked earlier: Is how is it possible? Well, when you have that kind of resources, both physical in terms of manpower and money. How do you, I mean, if you've got hundreds of millions of dollars going in one direction, how can WADA as an entity with $30 million catch people? They're just, they're just behind the game. And it's not, it's not because they're not trying. It's because they don't have the resources to do it. So there was nothing that Russia could do except deny, deny, deny. Right. And throughout this long process now, it's been four years, that, uh, and it's still going. It's not good for sport, because Russia, from an athlete's perspective, perspective, you want to have the Russians at the Olympic Games, because they are great athletes but it's, sometimes it's even better to beat somebody who right. who's doping and <laughs> yeah. say, well, you know what? You can still dope, and I'm still going to beat you. And that was the great thing if you look back at um, at the miracle on ice.
24: I've been with Trent Demas, 1992, Barcelona, gold medalist. This is his three-peat. We're going to do a four-peat with him. This is how it goes. Heck, I may make him my co-host, or he make, I may be his sidekick by the time it's over. Go to visit mississippi.org to find out what you're going to do right now after we hang this phone up. Trust me, folks, so many wonderful historical, cultural, cool things to do right here on this sacred ground we call Mississippi. You've been in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Trent, thank you for sticking around uh, for your third Mississippi Minute.
4: Thank you, Steve. It's been a pleasure.
24: Okay, thanks, pal. I'm Steve Azar in a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them where you can take your sweet time
0: News, I'm Rich Denison. The FBI is asking for the public's help in finding those involved with yesterday's violence at the U.S. Capitol Building.
8: They're accepting tips, photos, and videos. Four people died, including 35-year-old Ashley Babbitt, a U.S. Air Force veteran who prior to her trip to Washington tweeted, nothing will stop us. They can try and try and try, but the storm is here and it's descending upon D.C. Fox's Jeff Manasso. Coronavirus cases continue to rise across the country as the U.S. records a new one-day
0: record of more than 3,600 COVID 19 deaths.
16: Hospitalizations have topped 132,000. Arizona being called the hot spot of the world with the worst COVID diagnosis rate in the country. One out of every 119 people in that state testing positive in the past
13: week.
0: Fox's Tanya J. Powers, U.S. coronavirus deaths have surpassed 361,000.
2: America is listening to Fox News. Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com.
3: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to News, Mississippi. The Department of Education is recommending several changes for the end of the school year. During a presentation to state lawmakers,
18: Superintendent Dr. Carrie Wright recommended the waiving of passing requirements for both third-grade reading and end-of-course assessments for the current academic year. The results will mainly be used to study the impact of the pandemic in the classroom.
3: Appointments are now available for Mississippians 75 and older to receive their first dose of the COVID vaccine. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs.
5: You know, as soon as we can get folks appointments, we want to please be patient. There are way more people in Mississippi who are in these age groups than we have access to vaccine. But as quickly as we can, we want to get this highly effective, safe vaccine in the arms of seniors so that they can be protected.
3: For information on appointments, visit NewsMS.FM. I'm Kelly Bennett.
15: Before you dig or drive stakes in the ground, call 811 or you might hit. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. (laughs) An electric line or a gas line.
18: Tents
19: gone.
8: Yeah, driving stakes, call Mississippi 811 two days before pounding. It may keep you out of the... Don't worry, honey, the doghouse is just fine. There's room for both of us in here.
15: Call 811 two days before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries.
3: A Second Amendment push to promote concealed carry across state lines is gaining bipartisan support. The bill, co-sponsored by Congressman Michael Guest, enables gun owners with a concealed carry permit to legally carry a firearm in other states in accordance with those states' laws. The EPA says for the first time in five years, mileage for new vehicles dropped and pollution increased. Lillian Wu with Fox Explains.
9: The agency says it shows carmakers could not meet unrealistic emissions and mileage standards set by the Obama administration, but environmental groups claim automakers used loopholes and stopped marketing certain vehicles, anticipating a rollback of standards by the Trump administration.
3: Believe it or not, the National Weather Service is monitoring the potential for accumulating snow from Sunday night into Monday. For now, locations northwest of a Natchez to Jackson to Columbus line have the greatest chance for impact. I'm Kelly Bennett, News Mississippi.
1: Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm, I was born into it, but the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta.
22: it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson
0: 97.3. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well,
16: I'm going to
3: Mississippi.
12: Mississippi, here I
16: come. You're
0: listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm
16: going to
12: Mississippi.
6: Mississippi, here I
0: come
9: Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. And today is a good day to go ahead and start a Mississippi adventure. And you can kick it off by going to visitmississippi.org to learn a little more. And today on Good Things, I brought back one of our favorites, Dr. Damon. Uh, He is the CEO of Canopy Children's Solutions. And it's funny, Dr. Damon, I scheduled you to be on the first week of 2021 so we could focus on having a fresh start and set goals for the new year and lordy howdy how how i didn't realize how much we would need you today so welcome dr damon (laughs) Uh,
23: thank you rebecca and happy new year to you happy
9: new year to you i'll have to say it was a complete coincidence that we had you on the the very day that i feel like we we needed a wise word which you Uh always bring to good things but Kicking off, too, just the fact that so many of us felt a lot of pressure for 2021 to be the breath of fresh air that we needed to, you know, look at it as a new beginning. And it was going great for five days, and then it wasn't. But let's focus on at least those five days that were kind of going in the right direction. And I kind of wanted to have a conversation about, you know, not setting expectations too high. And then you know the world beat me to it, but from your perspective, what what how should we look to twenty twenty one in terms of it being everything we ever hoped it wasn't in terms of twenty twenty
23: mm. well, you just said a very important word when you're asking about how do we have that hope, right? Um, when, often, when we use that word hope, we really mean wish, <laughs> like I hope you have a good day, I hope it doesn't rain i hope but really. Hope is actually grounded in science. Uh, Dr. Rick Schneider and others have done all kind of amazing research to answer the, that very question. How? What is the science of hope? And it's three parts. Number one, you have a clear goal. Number two, you have to have a pathway or, uh, you know, we call it the way power, right, the path to get there. And number three, you have to have the willpower. You have to have, um, and our willpower is limited, right, each day. So you've got to have these social supports around you to press you uh, and, and, and push you forward toward those goals that you set. The research tells us that's what increases our hope. Because what's very important, when we think about this amazing Jumanji movie 2020 that we had, and how do we not get down, how do we not lose our hope, um, It's it's got to be grounded in Our optimism has to be grounded in reality. And what I mean by that, we we learned a lot. There's this thing called the Stockdale Paradox. named after this guy, an admiral, Admiral John Stockdale, who was the highest-ranking military officer to ever be held as a prisoner of war in the Vietnam War. He was tortured over eight years, over 20-something times. But when he got out, he was so optimistic, and he thrived. But yet his colleagues, who received the same care who received the same abuse, They many of them didn't make it, and they, 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 they didn't get out. And they asked him, why? What was the difference with you and the others? And his answer was very surprising. He said, the answer is because they were the optimists. And you go, wait, 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 Optimist? that's a good thing. Well, optimism is only a good thing if it's grounded in reality. His colleagues said, hey, we'll be home for Christmas, we'll be home for Christmas, and then eight Christmases came and went. But Stockdale said, oh, no, I will be home for Christmas, but it won't be this Christmas. It may not be next Christmas. It may not be the next, but I will be home for Christmas. This is the important mentality, the science of hope, the right mind frame. As, we, as you said, we made it five days, but there's going to be the next thing, and you have to continue to put out realistic um, hope that things are going to be different but it's not going to be something that's just because we magically turn the page to January that it's all going to be different.
9: So you mentioned the science part for hope Dr. Damon you had three uh, different stipulations for it a clear goal a pathway and then the willpower so let's start with the clear goal because I think so many of us so many of us listening to good things do have hope for 2021 our communities in our country um, even though that looks hard but let's talk about how we as individuals commit Maybe set some clear goals that are grounded in our own reality because it's hard to set goals for the country we can't control what everyone else does or or what's going to happen I mean no one would have predicted uh, you know yesterday's events but yet here we are so how can we at least have control over our individual goals and what what sort of should they look like in terms of fostering a sense of hope as we move into the new year uh,
23: great, great question, Rebecca. So, you know, sadly, only about 12% of people who make these resolutions keep them because uh, they often just don't go about uh, trying to really dig into what you just asked. Uh, we do know that if you set goals, you're 10 times more likely to change your behavior. So so it's a few things that we've learned in the research about this, right? Number one, those goals need to be specific, okay? It's not just, I'm going to, quote, get in shape, that's not specific. How about I'm going to run a 5K by May or, or whatever the specific thing. So they got to be specific. And you also don't want to, you know, have this long laundry list of everything you want to do different in 21. They need to be, you know, limited. Uh, pick one thing, put all your energy behind it. Um, you know, also you want to, you know, we think about like if you've gone on family vacations, I'm sure you as mom has pulled these off. It's a lot of planning to get to Disney World or wherever you want to go. Lord, yes. Yes. I mean, you you plan for months because that's a goal, and you had to have the will and the way to get there, so you planned it. How about our life? We need to have a plan. We don't just sit down, oh, it's New Year's Day. I need to think of things that I need to change about my life. Actually put some planning into it um, and write it down. The Research tells us written goals are, are critical. And then you take that trip to Disney World, right? And you break it into steps. Say we're going to stop here, you know, on forty nine, and we're going to get go to Stuckey's. We're going to do. And you break the large goal down into bite sized kind of baby steps. Um, it's really, really important, uh, you know. And then also, Rebecca, you got to learn from your past. When you drop the ball each year, because I'm going to lose weight, whatever you got to refresh that vision about what does that actually mean. Maybe I need to change that to I'm just going to go to the gym or I'm going to walk three times a week or, or whatever, and make sure you get that support. As we talked about earlier, if you don't have that support system, the, the legs under the stool, uh, your willpower will wear out really quick. Um, and, and one way that the research shows, and it's certainly been true in my life, to, to make sure that you stay connected to that willpower is you have to connect what you're doing to why you're doing it so not just say I'm going to lose weight because I want to look better I think about I want to make sure I'm around to what my daughter down the aisle I want to be around to make sure I, I can you know have influence on grandkids one day and that sort of thing that's connecting the what losing weight or exercising to uh, the why. I think those are some things maybe keep in mind.
9: Oh, that's a good shift in perspective is asking yourself why you want to do whatever it's says, you know, you think in terms of your goals. And then you can really get down to the nitty gritty of what it's, it actually means to you. And oftentimes that is going to help you with that third piece, the willpower. But as we're talking about goals, Dr. Damon, I know there at Canopy Children's Solutions, so you guys focus on uh, kids as well as the family unit. Um, is it good for families to set goals and then Maybe is it good for parents to have the conversation of goal-setting with with children? What does that look like in terms of being helpful versus harmful for for our younger ones?
23: Look, their their little brains are so what they call have neuroplasticity, right, which means they're highly flexible. They're learning. There's sponges taking everything in. so what better time in life to teach your kids about how to increase hope that they can do fill-in-the-blank in life by helping them set clear goals? with a will and a way to get there. Um, it's, it's huge, I mean, some families, you know, when our kids were younger in particular, we used to, you know, just have a time, we'd all come together, whether it's New Year's dinner, or whatever, and say, hey, what would you like to do as a family? I mean, what, what are some things we could do together? Um, and, you know, some, from, from that have been things like, you know, we're gonna do a dinner, all of us, come back every week, we're gonna have game night on this day. Um, you know, so sometimes you wanna call a family meeting to do that and brainstorm. Uh, you know, ideas. Let, uh, every kid needs a chance to weigh into that family vision and goal. And they're going to, and you just have to say as a parent, hey, in this part of the need, there's no bad ideas. Throw out your crazy ideas. And, you know, we're going to Disney. We're going to do this. We're going to take a vacation. We're all going to walk each week. We're going to have a game night. And then you kind of let everybody just have that brainstorm and then narrow it down. Okay, of these, which one can we really commit to doing uh, and make sure that we execute it? So I think for parents, to use this kind of control-alt-delete moment of the new year, uh, especially on the heels of this amazing 2020, right, to just sit and say, hey guys, what would you like to do maybe as a family different this year, and then what about you individually? And help them build that skill about understanding why goals are important in life and help them write it down, help them get some of those big goals broken into smaller goals, help them you know, also remember and teach our kids that goals can be modified along the way. Just because you set your, your GPS to go to Disney a certain way, as you know, you're going to hit Alabama and Mobile and you're going to get traffic and you're going to have to go a different way. So you got to reroute too and teach them that flexibility and, and goal setting and achievement.
9: Dr. Damon, can we go one more route with you here on Good Things? I'd love to talk to you a little bit further. Awesome. All righty. And and to tell you, um, your kids can be your accountability that you need for those goals. You tell them what you should or shouldn't be doing, and they'll call you out on it and keep you straight. Got that right. Uh, But keep it to us. We've got more good things coming up next. If you feel like happiness
2: Got to get that
3: fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. I'm Phil Bright,
20: former governor of Mississippi. I want
17: When you choose roto you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Rotorooter, 601 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off
11: any service.
2: Call RotoRooter, that's the name. Got a winkle on troubles down the drain. roto
11: Have you wanted to speak a new language, but thought it would be too difficult? Then try Babbel. Babbel starts by teaching you words and phrases that gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations. So in 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking a new language in a few weeks. Babbel is built around real life. It teaches you practical conversations that you will actually use. Babbel language for life. Start the new year with a new language. Get up to 60% off now at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Be
22: sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland.
12: Allstate now has deeper savings, and deeper savings require deep thoughts and a deep voice, like mine. Save for being a new customer. Save more for adding DriveWise, and save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent for a quote today. As someone once said, saving today is money tomorrow. That's deep.
16: Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. Drive-by's is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Northbrook, Illinois.
14: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
0: Rebecca Turner, Rebecca Turner, a.k.a. Bed, Bath & Beyonce. Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Supertalk.fl, the Supertalk app, and your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station.
9: Don't delay. Go to visitmississippi.org today and go ahead and start planning that Mississippi adventure in 2021. It would be good for your health. Your mental health, if nothing else, and we're continuing our conversation with our favorite Dr. Damon. He is the CEO of Four Canopy Children Solutions, uh, but he's talking to us today about setting goals in the new year and having hope, which I think is a very important and timely conversation. Okay, Dr. Damon, you mentioned a clear goal, a pathway, and then the willpower part. What if you feel like maybe you just don't have willpower in certain areas, like you, like God just on the, you know, the, the when making you he just left that piece out um, <laughs> of the puzzle for you in certain specific areas everyone is different in where they're the weakest and strongest well
23: I would I would probably if somebody said that I would I would probably first reframe it to say you know you're right you do have a limited amount of willpower that that's what the research says in fact it's, it's linked to our glucose levels right so not like glucose so like you can go eat more brownies and therefore you'll have more power but like the naturally produced kind of glucose so so if it's a limited amount um, and like for me for example I know mine's limited if I'm going to exercise then I better do it first thing in the morning when I wake up because at the end of the day, my willpower is is lowered and I'm not going to have as great success. So if somebody says that, I just don't have that kind of willpower, I would say you're right. You have a limited amount. You have some, but it's limited. So how do we structure a plan that takes advantage of your willpower that you do have, A, and then B, and this is critically important, How do you put the support systems around you that propel you forward when you don't feel like doing it? You mentioned at the close of our last piece, the role our kids play of accountability in our own life right um if you tell when I tell my kids hey I'm gonna I'm gonna work out every day and I'm gonna really try to get in shape who's the first person in the morning that says dad did you walk?
9: Little Johnny (laughs) yeah
23: every time I mean my wife's fantastic at it too but my kids are really good at it and then I tell my 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 colleagues at work hey this is what I'm gonna do I guess what happens when I get to the meeting hey did you go work out this morning so you've got to put those kind of checks and balances of accountability that, you know, it's great when that uh, what we call internal locus of control, in other words, it comes from inside me, it's great when we've got that. But so many times in our life, we need that external locus of control. We need those other people who have given permission in our life to speak truth to us that we trust. To say hey i expect you to step up and do what you said you were going
9: to do and i love all of this uh... that we're talking about dr damon in terms of goals for our life and i would love to maybe break the barriers a little bit in 2021 and be as vigilant about our mental health as obviously Mm -hmm. we typically are with our physical health or even finances or you know entrepreneurial goals or whatever that may be when it comes to new year's and intentions because i feel like when you get the mental health kind of piece At least better. The rest of it seems to sometimes fall in place. And if 2020 didn't do anything, it taxed all of our mental health. So, and I know that's y'all's area to sort of shine. Is it good too to maybe have the same kind of, um, accountability with, uh, with your mental health, uh, to have friends, you know, that are safe spaces to say, hey, we need to check in on each other if we're taking care of ourselves in terms of self-care and it's not just about, you know, eating our vegetables. Um, should we have those type of, of, of I guess, relationships in our life?
23: Uh, Rebecca, it's so important. I mean, I, I think back because what you're speaking to is can, can we have the conversations? Can we, can we lift the stigma uh, and this veil that keeps all, you know, one in five people are struggling, and yet four out of five never get help. Why? Well, because of big reason, because of stigma, because we don't have that close group of people that we've been given permission to say, hey, ask me how I'm doing. Text me and say, what are you doing? Did you get to sleep? Are you anxious? Are you depressed? What's happening in your life? Because what, what we know is that the, 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 bo- the mind and the body are integrally connected, right? Right? Uh, the Greeks were wrong. There is no separation of the mind and the body, this dualism. We're integrated people. And when we try to separate our mental health from our physical health, and you can look at all the research in the world shows that it's our mental health drives a lot of our physical health uh, challenges. So the more we can give people permission to and 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 that we trust you know that's not always a huge circle but we give permission to ask me genuinely don't just give me the pat southern answer how you doing i'm fine how are you but to say no really how are you doing um we can prevent not only the mental health challenges but a lot of the physical health challenges that are the outputs of a lot of unaddressed mental health challenges
9: and I think we also, as parents, need to add that into our repertoire of questions that we ask our kids each day. It's not just what you had for lunch, or what's your homework, or you know what time is practice, but you know really ask how they're doing. Because again, I have an eight-year-old, and then she is absolutely starting to become very aware of what is when big things like yesterday happen, or 2020 happens, or a pandemic's going on. They are you can no longer just kind of brush it over um, their heads, so to speak. They are they are discussing it on their playground and on their school buses, and, you know, it's it's a lot. And so, you know, just checking in on them as well in this upcoming year. But I would really love to help, you know, remove that stigma as much as possible with at least having the conversation about mental health as much as we do about um, physical health. And that's why on our Good Things Facebook group today, uh, Dr. Damon, the question is asking um, our listeners to share their best mental health tip or the best advice that they have to give. Uh, around how how to sort of keep the calm or keep the balance, so I'm gonna throw you on blast. <laughs> if you had like two or three tips for us in terms of mental health, you know nothing necessarily big, but what are some small things or habits or routines we can create that would boost that mental health for us in the upcoming year?
23: yeah, first, I, I think often we 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 don't give ourselves enough grace, which puts us in a perpetual cycle of guilt and shame and and keeps us immobile, right? Keeps us from taking steps. So kind of first thing is to think about where you are in your readiness to change, right? If you're – there's this whole thing about, you know, stages of change where you're pre-contemplative and contemplate – all these different stages. But if you're at a spot where, you know, hey, I don't know that I need to change, but I'm hearing some people around me say I need to – um, I want to just take a minute and think about that. I want to reflect, is that something that I need to, to kind of take that next step? And and why that's so important for us is is a lot of times we have these really lofty goals. We are talking about goals earlier. And you go, okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm like a 2 right now. I'm just really struggling. Well, look, don't let the goal be 10. Let the goal be 3. How do we get you from 2 to 3? Um, and, and it's okay to be where you are. It's just not okay to stay there. And when, you, when you're struggling and you it's okay, don't beat yourself up and shame and guilt yourself for being depressed or being anxious, being immobile, not being a good parent. Pause and say, hey, I'm a two right now, but I've got to be a three, and, and I'm going to get some people around me that are going to help pull me. If they have to grab the rope and pull me across to a three, I'm going to get there. I think that's the, 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 the big piece. And also, you know, because you get physiology so well, the movement of the body to get out and begin whatever you can do a little bit in the day to exercise that link between your mind and your body is critical. Eating right, sleeping right um, is critical for uh, to give your brain the best chance possible to be healthy. Um, I, I think those are um, really important things as you start the new year. Don't set this huge goal that you're going to you know realize oh this is going to be just like last year. I'm going to fail again. I'm a failure. But set something, uh, have your goal, but set a, a, how do I move from two to three? And what are the people, the supports that I need around me? Um, what are the things that are going to charge my battery? Um, you mentioned all the stuff going on in the world around us. Unplug from some some of the media um, and instead plug into the things that give your life deep cycle charge, right? Um, you know, the reading, reflecting, walking uh, in your neighborhood or, or some kind of uh, time for, for meditation. Those are the deep cycle charges you need to give your brain the best optimal chance to be healthy Um, in this most interesting kind of uh, new next normal that we're living
9: in. And I go back to what you first said, Dr. Damon here on Good Things was talking about hope um, only works when it's rooted in reality. And I think we did have a whole lot of just high expectations coming into 2021. I know some of it was just a joke, right? Like it was fun for the memes, and it was fun for a punchline, ready to see 2020 go. But, you know, I think some of us really hoped that January 21st, 2021 was just going to be this magical new era where there was rainbows and butterflies and all the things, and then you can get you can start to get beat down big time when you start to lose hope in your expectations. So I don't hear you say lower your expectations. I just hear you say change them to be rooted in reality, and it's okay if they're not as bright as you would expect them to be, right?
23: That's right, and, and part of how we instill hope deep in our brains, like you mentioned, you have the will and the way to get there. But part of what's powerful for us, if you're going to Disney World, which is a long goal, is to also look, you, you got to look through the windshield in front of you, right, about how much further do we have on the trip and all of that. But you also have to look in the rearview mirror and see how far you've come. If you feel like, man, I'm just, I'm just not where I, I, I want to be, but sometimes when you zoom back a little bit and you see where you were a year ago, two years ago, five years ago... You can, you can increase hope some in your life by saying, you know what? I still am struggling with X, but I am a lot better than I used to be.
9: Well, we're um, always a lot better here on Good Things, Dr. Damon, when you join us. So I appreciate your time. And anyone who needs family help, they can go to Canopy Children's Solutions for that. But we look forward to having you back soon.
23: Uh, thank you, Rebecca, and all the best to you in
9: this new year. All righty, you stick with us. We've got more for you up next. brand
18: new pants. a very old vest, awesome items are the best.
8: Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today.
1: Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New
8: Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their
1: families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at newcaremd.com today. To learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees.
22: Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm.
6: To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage
22: to the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer.
20: And there's a simple reason for that customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601 Let us change your car buying experience.
22: Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland.
20: Happy New Year to all you lawn-loving radio listeners out there. This is your local outdoor power equipment specialist, Cameron Hartley, here to tell you all about the great wintertime specials we have going on right now at Hartley Equipment. Homeowners, from now until the end of February, bring in your XMART mower and receive 10% off on seasonal tune-up services. For this special, we're also offering free pickup and delivery within 10 miles of the store on all XMART mowers.
9: If you're ready to trade in your old Exmark for a brand new one, then Hartley Equipment will offer you top dollar on your trade-in. Right now, we have financing options with 0% interest and no money down. Get a new XMART Zero term for as little as $79 a month. With the purchase of any new Xmart Zero Turn, we're going to give you a free first service and a $100 prepaid Visa gift card.
20: Come by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt and see for yourself why we're the number one Xmart dealer in Mississippi. And as always,
3: shop, shop
9: smartly, smartly. Shop
20: Hartley.
3: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to News Mississippi. The Department of Education is recommending several changes for the end of the school year. During a presentation to state
18: lawmakers, Superintendent Dr. Carrie Wright recommended the waiving of passing requirements for both third-grade reading and end-of-course assessments for the current academic year. The results will mainly be used to study the impact of the pandemic in the classroom.
3: Appointments are now available for Mississippians 75 and older to receive their first dose of the COVID vaccine. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs.
5: You know, as soon as we can get folks appointments, we want to please be patient. They're There are way more people in Mississippi who are in these age groups than we have access to vaccine. But as quickly as we can, we want to get this highly effective, safe vaccine in the arms of seniors so that they can be protected.
3: For information on appointments, visit NewsMS.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. And love the holiday season.
16: Food, family, and friends. Keep Mississippi Beautiful wants to remind everyone that while you're enjoying the holidays, remember to do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful and safe. Mask up, pick up, and clean up Mississippi. Let's all do our part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Together, we can do this. To learn more about Keep Mississippi Beautiful and the beautification efforts across our state, visit keepmsbeautiful.com. That's keepmsbeautiful.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Keep Mississippi Beautiful.
1: One of the things I enjoy
0: This is Good Things. I discovered it in carpool. With Rebecca Turner. It's
5: legitimately amazing.
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
9: Good Things wants to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi. Not to mention all the unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org and find out a little more. You can listen to Good Things on supertalk.fm. We hope you know that you can download your Super Talk Mississippi app and stream us that way as well. But the best way to listen to the shows each day is going to always be on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station, which you can get anywhere across the state. And over on the Good Things Facebook group, you can get a lot of mental health tips and advice. Some good, some funny, some all of the above in that category. But Mike from Chicago texts in and has thanked us here on Good Things for being a bit of sanity on the radio. We help calm his nerves, and so I I take that as a huge compliment, and it's something Rhino and I strive to do every day, to be that breath of fresh air, and I do genuinely mean it, that we need to pull back the curtain when it comes to talking about taking care of our mental health, and sometimes that's not... Like all the way to the end of having to go talk to someone about your feelings or get all up in, you know, the, the the feel of it all. Some of it is as simple as just remembering that there are facts and your feelings can't always be trusted would be one piece of advice or another piece of advice that can help with our mental health in the upcoming Moments, but also days, weeks, months, years, whatever, is one from me is never evaluate your life when you are tired. That is a bad idea to do. When you are, you know, skipping, have skipped sleep or haven't rested well or have worked late hours and all of the anxiety and everything starts to well up in you about certain scenarios or situations, that's when you need to have a moment with yourself and go, whoa. I'm tired, I probably haven't eaten well, I may have had too much caffeine or alcohol at the moment, let me just go to bed, get some rest, and then I will check back in on this topic with myself, you know, the next day. Nine times out of ten, when you do that, or if you do that, you wake up with a completely fresh perspective, because it's like when you get tired, your brain just goes crazy, on you and it doesn't always have the best advice and it never goes down the right rabbit holes for you to sort of ponder on.
25: It's like an engine when it's misfiring
9: absolutely and someone added too you should never evaluate your life when you're hungry so that goes <laughs> tired or hungry is definitely a good tip so if you have a good mental health tip or maybe you've received some just some really great advice that helps you in your life to find the calm keep the peace or just sort of wade through it all you can let us know on the ceasefire text line please don't text and drive 601-879-4395 Michael says don't allow someone to steal your joy i think often we forget that like our joy and our happiness and our in uh, our presence and even our you know our emotions our attitude they're ours to control oh yeah and we we often just give that away to whomever may say do feel think differently you know than we do. That's not to negate that there aren't some serious issues that need to be addressed or discussed at any particular time, even within our own family unit, much less a country. But someone else doing something that you don't approve of still doesn't mean that you have to just give them your joy and let them back over it with a big truck um, day in and day out. You can still be uncomfortable with the way things are and do the things you can do but yet still control the fact that you walk through your life every day and you can choose to smile and the world oftentimes will smile back a little bit more at you You
25: are the one that has to lay your head on your pillow at night and sleep
9: exactly and that would go with Kimberly's advice which is protect your peace at all costs know when to disengage from toxic people Including family, Eep. that can be difficult, right? I think you know. Yesterday, with our conversation, even about um, forgiveness with with Mr. Richard, was it's completely different when it's a stranger that says something ugly to you versus when it's a family member. But at the end of the day, your peace and joy and calm is your responsibility, and you're always going to be up in a tizzy if you. Waiting for someone else to make you happy on any level, and so that should be—you know—you you shouldn't have to live up to anyone else's expectations, and you shouldn't live waiting to be happy for others to live up to your expectations. So, there's your why, your your wise words uh, for today, um, and. Yes. So coming in on the ceasefire text line, we would love to know your mental health tips as well. Michael says, don't sweat the small stuff going to with this too shall pass. Although sometimes it seems like it doesn't. It should. Abe says, don't read the comments. Don't read the comments. Don't read the comments. <laughs> and oh, I- I would so second that, Abe. If you're going to scroll through and stay connected on social media to stay informed, for the love of all things holy, if it makes you bubble up with anger inside when you go down the rabbit holes of social media comments, don't do it. See, I'm not on the sphere, but I hear it's even worse over in that arena with the retweets and the comments
14: kind
25: of do you I automatically
9: mean, see those when you when you click on something how does that work
25: that's what i mean it, it depends on if you're tagged in it or they're called threads that's the the length of conversation on a tweet underneath the tweet the comment section as it were but yeah the, you you can get tagged in a conversation between two people like you you may tweet something out And then someone underneath your tweet comments and says something controversial. And then someone responds with something else controversial. And they're just arguing back and forth. Well, you're just sitting there going, all right, how do I untag myself from, I'm I'm tired of seeing y'all
11: argue. Well,
9: I'm glad you mentioned untag and or unfollow because another piece of advice coming in on the text line from 10 and Oxford just said, get off social media. But it is kind of like a a train that's crashing. It's it's much harder to just completely get off than, you know, to to do that. But you can unfollow the most toxic people or you can mute them for like 30 days, particularly when something spikes. Like yesterday was a spike in, you know, in, in in just a lot of different opinions. It was it was a volcano eruption of opinions um, because of the, the things that transpired yesterday. That's when you start noticing those that are causing you distress, and you know you're not going to engage with them anyway because what's the point? And so that's where you go and hit that unfollow or you mute for 30 days or you get to, co- you know, again, sort of control that uh, that thing, the the agenda, or at least the conversation that's going on on your on your social feed which is why you should never unfollow good things on Facebook, because we're the most non-controversial group out there, and everyone should be a part of it, and that it would make the world go rounder, faster, better, and a whole lot nicer. Um, someone mentioned play a video game that is relaxing.
25: Oh, yeah, that's that's the best way to double dip into what the good doctor was talking about, where he, he talked about unplugging and disconnecting, and he also talked about those those contemplative, meditative moments where your brain is getting to recharge while you're still doing something halfway active cognitively. And you can double dip by putting the phone in a drawer, getting away from the social media, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the text messages, and I'll just put it in a drawer. Put it on silent, put it in the drawer, close the drawer. And then just go find something, read a book, play a great video game. I mean, there are, with the way video games are nowadays and how photorealistic they can make it look you can lose hours in it and not even realize it and it's it's meditative and you you do feel refreshed afterwards because it's in the same vein as reading a good book for that long your your brain is engaged In a bit of escapism, but at that same time
9: it's scrubbing itself. Oh, I totally agree with that. And if and and two, sometimes you have to like replace an activity with a healthier activity that's similar to the one that's causing you distress. So we are so now prone to have something in our hands. Our hands have become like them and of themselves, they they feel awkward when they're not thumbing through or holding your phone. So it's kinda like with smoking, you chew gum or you eat sunflower seeds, which gives you sort of that same sensation. Reading a book, coloring, journaling, playing a video game, you know, all of those things can give your hands something to do, but it's not doing the thing that was causing you that same that same kind of stress. Because
25: You're no the, longer doom scrolling.
9: Right, because let's face it, that doesn't help. But even doom's watching or doom's listening, I mean, we, we like to harp on social media a lot, and that's a lot where we get our unfortunate information. But... Just TV and everything else is coming at you and in all the different directions too. So you can just control that for your mental health because we want you to be the healthiest and the happiest that you can be in 2021. So if you've got any mental health tips or advice to give, little things that just work for you, um, I think it's really cool in research. um, They talk about cold exposure can actually help with your... I'm going to do the wrong, whatever the serotonin or the dopamine or one of them. But anything from stepping out into the cold, taking a cold shower, or just drinking a really um, ice glass of ice cold water can kind of jolt you and give you some feel good things. So that could be one small step that you could make for better mental health. But you share yours and stick with us. Coming up next.
22: Ace Bolton Screw Company, locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We serve your entire fastener, safety equipment, and tool needs. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolton Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt.
19: This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation.
12: Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030.
24: Hello? Hello, Mrs. Coontz. It's the back left tire of your RV calling. Wanted to give you a heads up that I'm going to blow out on the highway later today. Wait, what? It says here I'm going to burst in the middle of rush hour.
14: Well, can we reschedule?
24: Sorry, our policy states that once we're scheduled to burst, we have to. We really pride ourselves on our commitment
8: to blowouts. RV owners can't schedule when things go wrong on the road. That's why there's Progressive,
21: a leader in RV insurance.
25: you want a text confirmation when I burst? Uh, think I'll
0: notice.
21: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. New Year? budgets every small business has unique needs and when you partner with a dell technologies advisor you get real-time tailored advice they'll even give you a free consultation on your servers and storage devices to develop a custom solution to help improve your company's productivity plus get special financing with dell business credit and big savings on business computers with intel core processors call a dell technologies advisor at eight seven seven ask dell
1: This is the closing agri market report. At the close of the New York Cotton Exchange, March Cotton was down thirty to seventy-nine seventy-six. May cotton was down twenty-six to eighty fifty-nine. At the close, of the Chicago Board of Trade March soybeans were down six and a quarter to thirteen fifty-five and a quarter per bushel. May soybeans were down six and a half to thirteen fifty-three three quarters per bushel. March corn was down a penny to 494 per bushel. May corn was down a half to 4.95 and a half per bushel. At the mercantile February live cattle was down two cents to 114.97 April live cattle Was up 22 to 119.50. March feeders up a dollar to 137.57. April feeders up 105 to 139.67. At this hour, the Dow Jones is up 237 points, 31,067. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Mississippi Agri News Network.
8: You can feel it. Mother Nature's in a mood. Out there in your field dialing up a bad batch of frog eye, but you just smile and tip your cap because you treated your crops with revitech fungicide no fungus or flippant weather is taking a toll on your yields so when you hear what she's got brewing meet her with a shrug heck she's not your mother revitech fungicide uncompromised performance for confident
23: season-long protection
10: When your fields need weed protection, you can rely on the lion. With up to six weeks of residual control of Palmer amaranth, waterhemp, and more tough broadleaf weeds, you can depend on Valor EZ Herbicide by Valent USA to provide a clean pre-emergence foundation. No matter what trade system you use, you'll get excellent rotational flexibility in your fields with control you can rely on. For easy mixing and loading, optimum coverage, and proven residual weed control, the choice is easy. Valor EZ. Always read and follow label instructions.
0: To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk, Mississippi 97.3. Rebecca Turner.
12: She keeps hard boiled eggs in her purse.
0: Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk, Mississippi.
9: good for your mental health today and go to visit.org visitmississippi.org not just visit specifically mississippi and go ahead and start planning a little getaway for you or yourself or maybe your spouse that would be a great way to bring in some calm into 2021 and we are talking about the ways that you stay calm balanced relaxed recharged break away, unplug whatever that may be we need a little bit more of that in our lives especially right now and cindy from panola brought up a great point that you like to watch a cooking show that you have no intention of actually cooking the recipes and i would say that's every cooking show right like The percentage of people who watch cooking shows versus watch them and actually apply anything they learned is like 1% or probably less than that. I know cooking shows is something we share in common, Rano. You enjoy them as well. Oh, yeah. Every
25: once in a while I'll get a wild hair and just spend several hours watching whatever cooking show I can find. And whether it be from the the really sweet Mexican lady that does all kind of different traditional Mexican dishes all the way up to – Martha and Snoop and everything in between but there's there's two schools of cooking shows that I find myself gravitating towards the most one is Iron Chef just because they have the most outlandish ingredients and stuff to, it's just you're never gonna cook like that but it's fun watching people that are good at do it, it do it right and have to do it really quickly yeah the other is what I call the Gordon Ramsey coaster. Because if you get on something like YouTube and just type in Gordon Ramsay, the algorithm is trying to find out which, which avenue <laughs> you're going down. Do you want soft and cuddly Gordon Ramsay when he's being nice to the kids, or do you want him about to pop a gasket? So you can ride the Gordon Ramsay roller coaster on YouTube and watch him, oh, that's lovely, we, we don't cry in the kitchen. We, if we do, it's for joy, and then straight into screaming at somebody because they got a cold scallop. And back and forth and back and forth.
9: Yes. it's good for just a
25: a, 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 it's cathartic for some weird reason
9: yes just to watch maybe bad TV too, bad reality TV is always good for the soul you're like well I'm not those people right like that's not my life but also just takes you into a completely different world and down a completely different path Uh, Phil in Scott County says I deleted all my news apps on November the uh, third of 2020 my blood pressure is now normal I sleep better and I feel better I also see the good in people much Clearer too, and I have to add um, when we were on our vacation as skiing, one thing that I noticed because obviously you can't text and ski, you can't you you know people pull out their phones to um, uh, to take pictures and stuff, but for the most part, everyone on a mountain and on the ski lift and everything around is completely like device free because. They're not safe there. Living in the moment. Living in the moment. And what you find is the best in humanity. I mean, you have people from all walks of life. You have people speaking entirely different um, languages. And when left to just be people with one common thing, survive a mountain, you find that everyone is kind to each other they're willing to help help you up out of the snow they're willing to give you advice on the whim they're willing to congratulate you and cheer you on when you've done something you know that's that's obvious that's like new and good for you like not falling when you get off the ski lift lift and you're very excited about it they share in that with you and so when people aren't posed to be against each other they're not poised to have to fight they genuinely just Get along. It's extremely refreshing, and it was it was something that just provided so much hope for me to just know that when not pitted against each other, or putting the bullpen together, or whatever you want to be, ha- having to choose sides. When you just take all of that narrative away, and you just put random people together that they don't you, they're not wearing party hats, right, or whatever it may be, religious hats either, and they just get to be people. It's kind of cool how it all just works out for the most part, just fine.
25: I and think the the driving factor behind that is people that go skiing tend to have this community of skiers.
9: Well, and I won't y- be a part of that, right? But, <laughs>
25: but it, and they're welcoming, and it's it's a yeah. welcoming community. Not all communities are welcoming communities, but skiing seems to be yeah. one of those. There are you can find a passion in life for just about anything and find a community surrounding it on the internet we, we dog social media for, for being the bane of society but it also brings people together in a way that was previously impossible if you were a fan of something obscure or foreign or old and ancient and antique two generations ago you were writing out hey, I like this, do you like this and putting it on a bulletin board in a public place and hoping somebody pulled the tag off and called you about it. Now you can just get online and find thousands of people that share that same interest as you and in that community you can disconnect, recharge, find
22: your people.
9: You can do that on the Good Things Facebook groups. That's where we do that. Nice little plug there. Thank you all for uh, tuning in today. You really do make good things great, so I appreciate each and every one of you. But stick with us. We've got more coming up next. you got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.